French fried potatoes. One oh potato, two potatoes, three, three potatoes, potatoes more. Five potatoes, six potatoes, seven potatoes more. One potato, two potatoes, three potatoes more. Five potatoes, six potatoes, seven potatoes more. Potatoes. Welcome to the Potato League Podcast with your hosts, Dan and Tom. Thanks, TJ. Thank you, TJ. Oh, shit. 307. Welcome to episode 307. Sure. I think. Um, Sounds right. Yeah, it's been a couple of weeks. I really haven't watched a hell of a lot since then because I watched some TV shows. Yeah, same. Uh, <laughs> so my movie watching and dropped been, quite a bit. I've been gone like both weekends, essentially. Mm. Like we just got back late last night. So, so this is the first day I've been home on a weekend for like three weeks. Uh, Cuts into the movie watching time. It does. <clears throat> I also, I, I've been home uh, for, for the two of you that don't know. I've been home for like two months. Uh, I'm going to be having double hip replacement at some point, hopefully, shortly. Uh, I have a very hard time watching stuff when I'm... I don't like being here by myself. Yeah. It makes me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I don't. I can't explain it. Um, I have not enjoyed my... You'd think I would have been having a blast this whole time. Most of the time, I'm sitting in the living room with the fucking TV off, scrolling through Twitter and looking at the clock. My When I first went on, for my for my uh, disability leave, yeah, it took me like a good six weeks to just be adjusted to the fact that it was different. Yeah, like, I didn't have to get up and go to work. I wasn't. Yeah, because I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna get so much shit done that I want to get done, and I'm like, nope. I found myself most of the time just feeling like I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. I uh, I will say, uh, part of that though is like, oh, I, I, you would think like the the first thought is, oh, I've got time to do all these things. I can't be on my feet for more than, like, 10 minutes. Yeah. And I have to, like, I'm done for, like, the day. Yeah. I did a little, because, and uh, so a lot of days I'm just sitting. And a lot of days I feel okay because I'm just sitting. Yeah. So about once a week I do a little test and I'll kind of do normal activity for a while. Yeah. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> um, yeah. That's how I was like, with my BP when I first went out. I'd be like, you know, I'd be okay. I'm going to go out and like mow the lawn and do this. And then I'm like, about halfway through the mowing the lawn, I'm like, my head this and I'm is, like nope, I need to This stop. is why my doctor told me I can't do anything. Yeah. That's weird. It yeah. wasn't just that I don't have to go to work. Uh, yeah, so I, I, the, what's wrong with me is not going to heal itself. The only, yeah. uh, the only fix is surgery and the cartilage is too thick thin or there isn't enough there to repair which would be the less invasive surgery yep. so the only option is uh replacement so yeah, it really grosses me out oh it i remember when we went to like the boston science museum in high school they had a little like a, where you could sit and watch a hip replacement video really yeah see i, sh- I wish i hadn't yeah i don't think i yeah, i have no interest do, do not look to see what happens right that, I, I have no interest in like Really knowing. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I watched it, and, like, again, this is a video I haven't seen in about 30 years. And it stayed with you. And I can still very vividly remember what happens. At least, I mean, things were probably are probably a little bit different just because... Sure. But, like, the, the basics of the surgery, I don't think have changed. <laughs> like, and that was another thing, because I said to Rob, and I said, I have fucking no idea what they do. Like, they got to cut off the top of the bone, right? Yeah, the little ball socket. Yeah, yeah, and replace, I had it no with, idea. and replace it with a metal ball. I've seen it. I it's had no <laughs> idea that the that the joint was a sealed system. Yeah, 
and that when it wears down, it wears down to the point where it tears, which is what's happened to me. Yeah. And then when it tears, shit leaks out. Yeah. And the shit that leaks out causes a cyst, which is like having a little burr in there on top of it already yeah. being torn and stuff. So there's like, it's just like a cascading. And then that causes yeah. like a, 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 almost like a phantom lump on the other side. Phantom is not the right word. It causes a lump on the other side for like no reason. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, I think just because of the way it's in there, yeah. it kind of wears into another lump. So you're, so my, my sockets on both sides are not round anymore. They're kind of... Not football shaped, but like there's a little, a little more oval. There's yeah. a little lump on both sides. Um, so like, and that's yeah. obviously it's like she. The, the thing that I was so relieved to hear with the, because I my whole life, my whole adult pain life has been uh, pills and PT. Yeah. And I said, please don't tell me pills and PT. And she said, oh, PT is not going to do it. PT is only going to do harm. Like this isn't going to. No strengthening is going to fix this. Yeah. Um, the MRI, though, it's also the first time I've ever, like, seen an MRI of myself. Yeah. Uh, your leg just kind of looks like a big ham. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. That's what it, that's all I could think about. She's, like, talking, pointing to stuff, and I couldn't fucking tell what she was pointing at. I didn't know. She's, hey, Andrew does I'll this just, to me all the time. She'll show me, she'll like, look what I saw in this x-ray today. And, she, and I'm like, I don't know. I'm just going to take your word for it. I don't it. know what you see. I was like, how is that different than normal? I was like 10 minutes into the MRI explanation when uh, she pointed out the cartilage is the dark. And the whole time I've been looking at the white sections because mm -hmm. I thought that's what she was talking about. <laughs> the whole time I'm nodding yeah. like an idiot. Like, you do yeah. realize we did not go to medical school, right? I don't you fucking realize know. that. She could have told me anything, Dan. Yeah. Um, Long story short, I cannot, I like can't relax enough to watch a movie during the day. Yeah. I can only do it once I think, everyone's here. I think you will eventually, but yeah, yeah. It, like, like I said with me, it took me a while, because it's like, and again, this just sh shows how fucked the American system is when it comes to labor. I didn't know who I was for a while. Oh, yeah. Without going to work every day. It's like, it was, <coughs> being the Shaw House guy was such a big part of who I was, Yeah. that while I wasn't doing that, I'm like... Do I fucking do right? <clears throat> I mean, and yeah, I, I I would sit home and you feel useless. I would flip through fucking YouTube channels all day long, and I'm like, I wh Bingo! Wh what'd you do today? And I'm like, I watched eight hours of eight minute things, and I can't tell you what any of them really were. We have not spoken about this, I swear <laughs> to God, but that is exactly what my days are. Yeah, you when you sat down, you my TV is on well, or it was on YouTube yeah. and. Uh, there was, like, tool reaction videos up there. I watch, like, six different reaction video channels. Yeah. And, and and this, again, is going to But you know what kind of got me on track? And food. Playing a video game. Mm. Because at least that was something that was continuous. And you had... And there's could, goals. There's goals. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I because that's when I first started playing. I think it might have been Far Cry 4, four. maybe. Yep. Yeah. Or, or Assassin's Creed. No, it was Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed, the Egyptian Origins one. or Ops. Uh, Origins. Uh, yep. That's what I started playing. And once I started playing that, I kind of started to figure it out. Yeah. Because I was like, okay, I know. <laughs> it's weird to have your day goal be, oh, I need to do this mission. Yeah. But it was. It was weird, small goal setting, and that kind of allowed me to well, that's... get out of the, the mentality and start thinking a little more long-term. Because if it was two hours at a it time. It also, yeah, it's also a weird thing. Where my my life the past two months has been waiting for my next appointment. Yeah. Waiting for my next appointment. And everything takes 
a week. Every yeah. step takes a week. Mm-hmm. You go to see the doctor. The doctor tells you you need an MRI. In order to get the MRI, you got to get an X-ray. So you got to schedule the X-ray. You got to schedule the MRI. Yep. It, it's just, yeah. and everything is 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 done is an individual step. Like. Yep. Someone's going to call you to schedule the MRI. Well, that's what it was like <sighs> for so me. With my, but I didn't because I didn't have to take MRIs and stuff at first. Oh, I didn't take MRIs at all. But like before, like I did, they had me do echocardiograms and yeah. you know kidney tests and shit like that. It was okay. We're going to put you on this medication for th- three weeks, and then we'll see how it is. Right. And then you go in, and they're like, okay, it didn't <coughs> affect as much as we want, so we're going to put you on this med at this dosage. Okay. It took like seven months before they had my meds right. Yeah. And then where I was like continually, my blood pressure was down and it wasn't knocking me the fuck out. The, so, but yeah, it was very much that same thing where it's like, okay, you're just waiting for your next appointment. You're yeah. waiting for your next appointment. It's funny how the, those two things are so like, mine is so like black and white. This is X is wrong and Y is how you fix it. I don't know why I did X and Y. Uh, Whereas yours was like, yeah, we're going to try some shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it, it, well, that's the thing, because like, with like blood pressure, it's like, okay, well, it could be a kidney blockage. Right. If it's not a kidney blockage, it could be your heart. If it's not your heart, it just might be you're fucking stressed. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, that's obviously <laughs> the easiest guess at first. Right. With, but, again, where I had been operating at such a high blood pressure level for so long, even once you took the stress away my body really needed to figure out how to n- function again without right. that level of, like, they were, they kept saying, like, sh- you know, your body must have just been pumping adrenaline, like, all the fucking time. What? <laughs> yeah. You should have been like, what did you say to me? I will fuck you <laughs> up. Uh, I respond to everything like a 12-year-old. It's funny. Uh, to tie the two things together, though, I, my, uh, at my last three or four appointments, my blood pressure had been high. Uh, Dan and I have spoken about this because I, I fortunately knew someone who had high blood pressure experience. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they said they can't operate on you if your blood pressure is regularly high. So mm-hmm. they uh, sent me a, a blood pressure machine to take it every day. Um, now, mine was, and they, even they said, I mean, they never approached your numbers. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, and they never really got to where I think you would even... Um, I know your numbers for a while for mine, they were like, your numbers are doing great. Yeah. Like my, I think the, like at my last appointment, it was like 169 over 110 or something like that. Um, and it's just yeah. like the two biggest things, unless you have a problem, problem are anxiety and yeah. pain. So like you get both of those at the doctor appointment, you yeah. know, they fucking move your leg out. Does that hurt? Yeah. Fucking well, that's hurts. Funny too, yeah. The only time I'd ever really known I had high blood pressure was when I had dental work done. Oh, yeah. Because they test you, and then they're like, oh, yeah, well, you're in a lot of pain, right? And I'm like, yep, yeah. because my tooth's an abscess, so yeah, I'm in right. a fuckload of pain. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, we'll just put it off as that. Yeah. So I never really thought about it, and then it's like, oh, no. no. So I think this is a similar situation. They're like, well, let's find out. Yeah. And like we were talking before we started recording. My, I've been, I got the machine on Monday, and so I tested it all week, and it was yeah. it was never higher than, like, 120 yeah. over 70. I'm at the point now where I, like, never even test it yeah. anymore. Like, because I know it's going to be right around, like, 120 over 70. Yeah, which is what mine was pretty much all week. Yeah. Um, there is a funny thing, though. I had, <laughs> where they, they send the, the, the questionnaire, you know, for any doctor's appointment or even any, like, you know, you start with a new dentist and you mm-hmm. fill out all the stuff. So I've had to see a bunch of different doctors, so I could take do this fucking thing a bunch of different times. And on the last one, it just cracked me up. 
uh, it's asking about like lifestyle. Do you drink alcohol? Mm-hmm. You know, if so, how much and how often? Uh, mm-hmm. Nicotine products. Goes. <clears throat> do you use any drugs? And then like the examples are like marijuana or cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Like holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Do you drink coffee or take meth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you enjoy, do you ever drink coffee or turpentine? <laughs> no. I mean, uh, that cracked me up. I know, and they, it was so funny because like, the doctors never believed me. When they're like, do you smoke or drink? And I'm like, no. And they're like, really? I'm like, no. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> I don't think, uh, which is probably a good thing. If I'd been a smoker, I probably would have died by now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you would have noticed uh you would have noticed your blood pressure earlier, probably. <laughs> but anyway, uh, how did we get? I don't even know how we got there. Oh, because I don't fucking do anything. Did you know what else raises your blood pressure? Oscar weekend. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm kind of anxious for that. Not anxious, but excited for this to be fucking over. I don't blame you. This has been like the most annoying Oscar season, and I don't really even get. I mean, I suppose more than most people, but Twitter's I don't really. Fucking awful oh, it right is. Now. It's just it's bru- movie Twitter. Is I the just want to go. You know, you can like one movie and not have to hate the other, right? right. You can say this movie's good. I think this one's better. Yeah. Without going, that one's better, and yours sucks. Yes. Yours is the fucking worst. It also it's so fake to me mm. because. Just the way it's talked about, like, ooh, so and so was the front runner back in. Yeah. December, but so and so is coming on strong. Like motherfucker, these it's, movies it's have not all a race. yeah, it's not and, a horse race. And like the movie, it, it's not like they've changed. No, it's not like they didn't add in a scene, and yeah, now it's like, oh it's, my god, it's, it's even better. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, like they went back, guys. We got to go redo this scene, and yeah. we can we can get more out of it. Oh, it's so silly. Twitter. It's yeah, so like, silly. Like yesterday, I went and saw Patton Oswalt. So I, I tweeted out, finally getting to cross the, you know this guy off my bucket list. To which some guy, who, who I've never met, because Patton Oswalt retweeted it. Awesome. Oh. So, of course, that means I, instead of getting my normal three likes, I got like 120 likes. And including some genius who replied, you need to get a better bucket list. And I'm just like... But it's mine. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I even, I kind of replied snarky. I'm like, well, thank you, random person on the internet who has an opinion about what I enjoy. Yeah. And he says, like, hey, well, if your friends don't tell you, you need better friends, too. I'm just like, <laughs> who the fuck are you? Like, and I know I shouldn't be, like, this astounded because it happens every fucking day on Twitter. But it's just like, that is a good segue. What compels you? To go on to another person's joyful exclamation and just shit on it with no varying opinion. If he had said, you know what, I too love Patton Oswalt, and then I saw one of his shows live that wasn't a recorded show, it wasn't as good. Yeah. It was a bit of a letdown. I would have been like, oh man, that sucks. Yeah. Sorry that happened to you. But nope, just, your opinion is shit. You need a better bucket list. No fucking pal. I think it's just really, I think it's bizarre to go, because... You could have just scrolled past. Yeah. Like, it's so strange to me that you yeah. that there are people... And this this guy is not alone. I mean, Twitter's filled with them. Yeah. I mean... I, Why do you even feel yeah. the need to respond? Because like, I, I will respond positively on people's posts yes. that I don't know. If someone posts like... Yes. Because like someone said, oh my, um, oh my God, Panos Cosmatos needs to remake Krull. The guy who made Mandy. 
Sure. I'm like, I'm fucking on board for that. That yeah. would be awesome. Yeah. I don't know you. You don't know me. Great idea. Yeah. Cool. And I'm sure he just went, like, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for the comment. End of transaction. End of transaction. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, just to go on and just, you don't even have to say, if you just said, I don't like Patton Oswalt. But why even do that? Yeah. But yeah, the, even, it's, it's like Imagine. we're talking about upstairs. Sometimes the best you can do is just inaction. And yes. you choose to not even do that. And by doing by doing something when all you have to do is nothing, you sometimes just end up coming off like a fuck. Wait, there's <laughs> just I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand what you're getting out of that as yeah. the person writing that. Uh, it's an yeah, excellent do you, do you segue. Think you're changing my mind, right? Yeah, that's the other thing. Like you like, want to be shit, like, you're right. Oh my god, dude! Please give my me whole life has been a fucking lie. Maybe I should have replied that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, I'm gonna go join a monastery. You're fucking right. <laughs> oh my god, I've wasted everything. Uh, oh, but by the way, because Pat did a thing last night where you know he talks to the audience. Yeah. And what one of the persons he talked to in the front row is a seventh grade math teacher, and he's like, because his daughter's apparently also going into seventh grade. He's like, why do you hate yourself? He's like, your whole job is to make bags of hormones care about numbers. Yep. <laughs> and I'm just like, that is a great description for middle school right there. Yeah. Bags of hormones need to care about something they don't. Middle schoolers are rough. Yeah. He had a lot. Patton, he had a lot of sympathy for middle school teachers. He I'm really sure did. he does. I was quite happy with that. <laughs> um, you and I had a, I, I messaged you, I don't even, time is also, <laughs> I don't know what day is what. Oh, yeah. Uh, it could have been a couple days ago. It could have been two weeks ago. Um, I saw an interaction on Twitter, and I'll describe it because it won't take very long. And it's actually, it was it was one of those things where at first you see it for the, well, that was a dickhead thing to say. And then you keep going, and you're like, wait a second. More people agree with this. So <clears throat> this guy that I, I follow a lot yeah, of, yeah. Uh, uh, like, football analytics people. And one of the people I follow is... Um, Named Nate Tice. It's actually uh, Mike Tice, former uh, NFL tight end and uh, Vikings head coach Mike Tice's son. Yeah. He was uh, an assistant coach in the NFL for a long time, and now he's he does like analytics, mm-hmm. fantasy stuff. Um, he was talking about I can't remember which move it was. Uh, NFL offseason was fucking crazy, by the way, oh, with yeah. the number of trades and shit. Uh, it might have been um, when the Raiders. Uh, Sign Chandler Jones or whatever. He he just made a funny comment of uh, he said something like the Raiders are going to be bringing Al Pacino, De Niro, and Val Kilmer levels of heat off the edge. First guy in the comments. Casino's better. What? <laughs> like, yeah. The fuck does that have to do with anything? A. Yep. It's just a casino doesn't, it, you can't say, well, they'll be bringing casino levels or. Yeah. Ca- that doesn't even make sense. Yeah, because, <laughs> again, only, only one of those actors is in casino. And, and, and like, he, again, <sighs> they're not the same movie. <laughs> and it's like not, it, it's, it's not he even, used, yeah, he used like, heat because it works for his. His, his little metaphor simile thing, yeah. He's, he was being clever with his wordplay. Okay, so part B is, I was like, because someone agreed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a second. Do people think Casino is better than Heat? <laughs> Not that you would ever compare them. Yeah. I mean, I can see comparing, like, yeah, Mike Mann movies. Well, it's the first thing I said to you. was like, I've always, you know, Casino's often compared to Goodfellas because they're both which, mob movies. Which makes sense. With, with, with <laughs> Pesci and De Niro. <laughs> 
by Scorsese. Right. So there's an apt comparison there. Rarely ever do I ever hear anyone... I don't know if I've ever heard anyone make a casino heat comparison. It's weird, right? Like, if you said heat and thief, I would have been like, okay, it's two yeah. Michael Mann, you know, criminal films from different eras. Sure. Uh James Kahn's birthday, I think, was this yeah. week, and there was a Thief post, and I still have never seen Thief, so yes. I need that's on my list. Uh, it's in the Criterion Collection. What's that? It's in the Criterion Collection. Oh, is it? Maybe so you that's... might be able to find it on the Criterion channel. It's available, it was available a couple places, yeah. and that might have been one of them. Um, so because of the Casino and Heat uh, uh, conversation, I watched The Departed and started watching Collateral. Um, <laughs> that makes sense. It makes as much sense as that comparison. Yes. Yeah. Um, I probably hadn't seen The Departed in 15 years, maybe. I do, I do love that movie. Holy shit, that movie's good. I know. It's so good. Yeah. Like, that's one that I can just... And I know people are like, uh, Scorsese won for this and he should have won for other ones. Yeah, but I don't give a shit. This. Who gives a shit? And this is still a damn good movie. And yeah. it's, it's, it's so fucking rewatchable. Yes, there are no... Even in like some of my favorite rewatchable movies, there are parts that I fast forward through. Like the I, whenever I watch, <laughs> whenever I watch Endgame, uh, and it's not because it's sad; it's because it's fucking frustratingly long. I fast forward the whole uh, uh, Nat and uh, uh, Arrow guy in Vormir. Yeah. Holy fuck! That scene. Just fucking one of you jump. Yeah. <laughs> it takes so long. Yeah. I fast forward through that scene every time. Uh, <laughs> The, the Departed, like every scene is, yeah. It's, it's, there's no filler in there, nope. and especially for a movie that long, yeah. It's just highly enjoyable, yeah. uh, and it's also the absolute best use of Wahlberg. And I can't see him being used. That, that, that he will never, he can never be better than that because no role was better suited for I him. I agree. I agree. But yeah, like every every role in that film is filled with someone. Like Martin, yeah, Martin Sheen, small part, great. Yeah, fucking Alec Baldwin, small part, great. You know, fucking uh, Vera Farmiga, great. Yeah, so even when you get away from like the main three, yeah. Oh, everyone in that fucking movie is a name. Yeah, like every there are there are very few like side character type people. Yeah, fucking even someone who's barely in it is like James Dale Badge, mm. who's now like pretty well Anthony Edwards. You know, these two guys that are... I forget about that. ...barely in the fucking movie, and yet, nope, they're still fucking good people. Um, Actually, I this, this is oddly related, but it makes perfect sense for this. I was reading a Twitter post about this woman who, for a first date, a man took her to the aquarium. And the entire time that they were at the aquarium, he bitched about fish. Like, how stupid fish are, how dumb this is, how dumb this is. So when the date ended, he was like, this is fun, we should do this again. And she's like... Did you really have fun? <laughs> She's like, the entire time you complained about fish. He's like, oh, I fucking hate fish. And she goes, if you hate fish, why did you choose our first date be at the aquarium? Be at the aquarium? And he goes, I just thought it really important that you know how stupid I think fish are. Huh. So more than anything to this guy on a first date... Not presenting his best self, not talking about things he loved. It was the most important thing for him in the world to do to let her know how much he hated something. And I'm like, that's 
feels like that's so many people's online persona. Oh, yes. <clears throat> uh, and from that perspective, I'm like, Jesus, I, I kind of understand why people do this now, because they're just fucking mentally ill. But, like, that's just so weird to me that these people exist, and we've given... For all the wonders of this planet that the internet has given us, this is kind of the monkey's paw of it. Oh, yeah. Yes, we now have unlimited information, but we also have unlimited access to bricks. <laughs> who never go away. Yes, it's frustrating. Yes. And it, it's just got to be exhausting to wake up and focus on hating stuff. Yeah. And because it, it, I try not to, because it's like, like today, one of the things that popped up on Twitter is apparently Donald Trump made a hole in one yesterday. Sure he did. And that's my first thing is like, Jesus Christ, he is a, he is now Kim Jong Un. <laughs> he's gonna have, he's gonna shoot thirty six under par one of these days. Yeah. It's just gonna happen, um, while wrestling a wild buffalo to the ground or something. And we're at that point. Now. Kim Jong Un, Kim Kim Jong Un, uh, Kim Jong Il, Kim Jong Il. What's the other one's name? Un. Un and Il. What is which that? one's which one's the dad? I think Un is the current. <clears throat> okay, so Il was the one that uh, twelve hole in ones in an eighteen. Oh yeah, in an eighteen hole round. Yeah, he's a pretty good player. Yeah, especially considering there's at least a couple par fives in there. He didn't give a shit. Yeah, distance doesn't bother him. Yeah, no, he can. He just gets his. His well, those are those are like no iron. Those are like the, the you know the four holes that he didn't you know he made double eagle on them obviously yeah uh, but it didn't, was didn't hold it was out. holes in two right. uh, those ones yeah pretty wild stuff but yeah movie opinions yeah it's the Oscar stuff has been really frustrating because of late like Coda yeah which is a film I really enjoyed do I think it should is there win another pen in there yeah I can see one do I think it should win Best Picture Thanks. no <clears throat> I don't. But it's really Probably good. Gonna. It's really good, and I wouldn't be surprised if it wins a couple awards. Yeah. Um, especially the Best Supporting Actor guy is really good. Yeah. I enjoyed him quite a bit. I think that one's, like, pretty much a lock at this point, right? As far as <sighs> it, consensus, maybe? He's won the majority of the going into it awards. But Are again, we, when we're filling out our things here, is it want or think? I'm going with think? ones I want. Okay. Because it's boring when I do my ones I think will win, because... So I'm usually right, but again, it's I spend all day reading the shit, so I feel like you know I want I'm gonna I'm gonna <coughs> give voices to the one that I think that I want to win. Um, but yeah, the whole thing lately has been Coda's awesome and Power of the Dog sucks. No, Power of the Dog's good. Coda's a fucking Hallmark movie, and it's like, <laughs> have you watched a Hallmark movie, pal? They're not this good. Yeah, I feel that, it's, that's yes, <laughs> it's it's a little schmaltzy and a little sappy, but guess what? Movies like that do exist. And yeah. it's okay. I enjoyed it. Every once in a while, I want to leave a movie fucking happy. Power of the Dog didn't leave me happy. <laughs> we got a good portion of the film. Even the feel-good films like West Side Story don't leave you happy. So, um, do you want to start from the bottom? Yeah, let's start from the bottom. I have, like I said, I have no, I, I, I have nothing to say about documentary and live-action shorts. I haven't watched any of them. <laughs> or animated shorts. I'm just going to pick Audible because I'm going to watch it. Yeah, uh, I, again, we, we talk... I, I do like the idea of, like, oh, it's a school for the deaf... About a documentary about a school for the deaf football team. So I bet that'll be kind of interesting. All right, so that leads us to visual effects as our first one. Uh, wait, I still have... I have to oh. pick animated short because oh, okay, I've seen one. That's right. Uh, I watched Robin Robin last night, so I'm picking it. Okay. Uh, wait, live action short. I didn't... Were any of these... 
None of these were on the Netflix. Yeah, I've never okay. seen any of these. So now it's time for all the Dunes. Uh, <sighs> like four categories in a row, I think. Uh, visual um, effects is Dune, Free Guy, No I, Time gonna to say, Die. I, I'm going to say one of them will not be a Dune. Okay. Uh, Shang-Chi and Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, visual effects is Dune. Uh, um, Dune. Not just because they're really good, but they're seamless. Yeah. Like, nothing looks out of place. No. Everything, <clears throat> like, everything looks like it's supposed to be there. Denis Villeneuve and his visual effects team, because it was the same in Arrival. Like, those ships just looked like they belonged They were just there, there yeah. It didn't look like... <coughs> I don't know. I think Shang-Chi, for all the cool stuff that's in that, you're like, no, that... I mean, obviously, like, no, that's not a real dragon. But... <laughs> <laughs> right. It, it, you can tell that even, yeah, even if it wasn't a dragon, if it was... It, it looks out of place a little. Marvel uh, effects are more... And I th- it's a choice. Yeah. They're more uh, loud, bright, mm-hmm. popcorn-y, yeah. whereas Dune is more cinematic. And, yeah. I, and I know those are all vague terms, but... But it's, 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 you're right with cinematic. It looks, you know, it's one of those where it's like, this looks like a prestige film. And, like, almost every single frame of it is just like, my God, this movie looks good. Like, mm-hmm. every inch of it looks good. Yeah. Uh I did. I watched last night. Have you watched the Dune bad lip reading? Not yet, no. It's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, sound. Also Dune. We got Belfast, Dune, No Time to Die, Power of the Dog, West Side Story. I'm close to picking West Side Story, just because it is a musical. Music is important to it. So, obviously, sound is important. That's an interesting conversation, too. Yeah. That uh, the category of sound, you could have... the. Arguably, the two front runners are Dune and West Side Story for like very different reasons. Very different. It's, it's all. I don't know if they need to separate. I don't think there are enough good musicals there every year. Not. To <laughs> there are most to, definitely not. There's more this year than ever. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> they're not not enough to have their own category, so you couldn't really break it off. But it is weird that you're kind of. Are you judging it? At, in that point, if you give it to West Side Story, it's you're kind of leaning into also, like, best song territory, mm. right? Because yeah. that's, that's what you've judged it on, yep. was how good this... If they were just trash songs, mm-hmm. but sounded good. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I mean, that being <clears> said, <throat> I'm still going Dune. Because, again, every... It, much like, you know, the sounds of Star Wars became yeah. fucking iconic. Right. I'm not saying Dune sounds sound iconic, but I imagine, okay, that's what that sounds like. Yeah. And it's stuff I've never heard. Like, I've never heard a spaceship that fucking big. Yeah. What it sounds like when it lifts off the fucking ground. Or what, uh, you know, skyscraper-sized sandworm sounds like as it's bearing down on you. Right. But I think this is probably what it does sound like. Whereas, I know what singing sounds like. <laughs> I know They what, nailed it, I know but... what dancing sounds like, or yeah. when they're banging around on shit. So I give it to Dune just because I think it nailed what thing, sounds that don't exist, what they should sound like. Yeah. And not just a really good recording and really well composed, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. really well mixed music. Um, production design. This uh, is another tough one. The, yeah, and these are, uh, not even having seen, I mean, I've seen enough of these movies to, mm-hmm. uh, I think he, this is the first one that I think maybe Dune would be favored in that is the 
has the most uh, competition. Yeah. Uh, especially West Side Story, Tragedy Macbeth, and Nightmare Alley. Yeah, Power of the Dog looks great, but it's a Western. Yeah. We've seen Westerns. Yeah. I mean, and you could say the same thing for West Side Story. What we've seen, we've literally seen West Side Story. Yeah. This is better. And I know that's not an argument that's popular on Twitter right now, but I think I think Spielberg made a better film than the original. I thought that was, uh, wasn't that consensus early? Has it early, shifted? It, yeah, it shifts again. There's backlash every oh, it, time. So it's cool to hate it. Yeah, you oh, hate it again. we're hating it now. Okay. Yeah. Because um, I think he made it bigger and made it better. Yeah. Um, but again, it's still going off designs, we know. Right. Um, you can even go with that with... The only one of these that kind of comes at it from a new perspective is Dune. And I think what's going to get the design for Dune is the difference that they make. Like, ships look different in this than they have other sci-fi films. Yeah. Um, and he, like he did the same thing with Arrival. That was not a normal-looking spaceship. Right. This film has a lot of really interesting-looking Big kitty bean. Yeah. Um, the costumes, a lot. Yeah, a lot of it's just kind of matrixy with like black leather shit. But yeah, again, I don't think they'll win costume. Uh, but so yeah, I think I think production design. I think Dune's gonna get it for for the ships alone, and it, and it's grand. It's a big fucking movie. yes. And that tends to do well with those. So is that what you're going to go with, too? Ah, uh, yes. Makeup and hairstyling is the one I think Dune's going to lose. To Cruella? I think they're going to lose to Cruella. Yeah. Um, Cruella was actually... I thought it was a fine movie. I thought it was fun. Um, I had... Uh, I had Cruella winning, too. Yeah. Winning that and costume. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have Cruella for costume when we get to that. Um, and again, it's a movie about the fashion industry. It fucking better. <laughs> you, you, if you're going to make a movie about the fashion industry and you don't win costume design, you have fucking failed. But I think, uh, is Eyes of Tammy Faye going to... I'm going to put a dot next to the one that I think is going to win. I haven't <clears throat> seen it yet. There's a good chance it will. Um, like, I don't think House of Gucci will. I think House of Gucci is not going to win anything. No. Editing. Editing's a tough one. Because, um, again, we have to only mention Academy Award winning film in editing. Um, fucking whatever the hell that Freddie Mercury film was. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I've already forgotten its name. Bohemian, Bohemian yeah, Rhapsody. that fucking one for best editing. And that is a joke. That scene that's in that, it almost, it, it almost looks made up. Uh, the scene that everyone keeps showing of them talking around the table outside yeah. on a balcony or something like that. It's, it, it, it's, it's dizzying. It's, it's parody level bad. Yes. it's it's one. It's like if I were watching that movie during, I would be like, is something wrong with the... It's so choppy and there was like a hundred cuts in a minute or something like mm-hmm. that. It was wild. Yeah. Um, and this is the one that I cannot speak to. If you haven't seen every movie that you just can't yeah. do editing. I've seen all these. Um, I've um, seen I two, don't, I've I seen don't, two and a quarter. I don't think do, Don't Look Up will win. No. Um, Dune has a great chance. Yes. Power of the Dog has a great chance. Although it won't, I think Tick, Tick, Boom should. That's what, that's... Knowing what I know about that movie, having just seen the trailer and read a little bit about it, and I haven't watched it yet, because the response has been so positive, 
I would just assume that for a movie like that to succeed, mm. it would have to be yeah. really well edited. Yeah, and it's it's a, it's a it's a musical, and a lot of the shots are edited to the music. And I, I mean, I don't know if that's the hardest thing in the world to do, or if it's easy nowadays with computers. Yeah. Still, it's... At the end of the day, looks, does it matter? Nothing looks better to a musical to me when the shots are timed well with the music. Yeah. Um, so for me, I want Tick, Tick, Boom to win. Yeah. I don't think they will, but damn it, I love it if it would. What are you going to go with? I'm going to go with Dune because it's uh, out of the two and a quarter that I've seen, that's what I would do. I yeah. also think that's I, I won't win. be surprised in the least if Dune wins. And if Dune wins like four to five technical Oscars, awesome. I think it will be hilarious if the fucking Oscars broadcast starts and one movie already has four fucking statues. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they have made a fucking total mess of this oh, whole thing. I saw a clip but, online today <clears throat> of, because they gave Samuel L. Jackson an, yeah. an honorary award and Denzel presented it to him. And I'm yeah. like, why is this not on fucking TV? This is the it's, one. This is literally crazy. the one thing people want to watch. It's crazy. Yeah, you t- are you telling me that Denzel chatting with Sam Jackson and Sam Jackson getting to give an acceptance speech this is, is not something people want to see? It feels like a super meta. The producers. Yeah, I mean, they <laughs> exactly. might as well have just called this fucking the sixty seventh annual or whatever yeah. uh, springtime in Hitler, Hitler, Hitler in springtime, yeah. or whatever the fucking name of the show is. Uh, it's really bizarre, and uh, something someone pointed out today that I saw that was uh, I hadn't thought about and I hadn't seen spoken about online is that they're they're obviously trying to attract a younger crowd. They're getting uh, like influencers and stuff like that that are going to be on, Ugh. and that's like not this person going to make young people watch. Well, this. right, that, and people were pointing out that like who still has cable? Yeah. It's not 20-year-olds. No. It's my parents. Mm-hmm. So, like... It's going to be a bunch of, who is so, this? Exactly. So, now the only people that are, have the the infrastructure to watch this show are going to be like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. And are going to turn it off. Oh, to put it this way, like, the big, I'm a, one of the biggest movie nerds I know. I'm not watching this tonight. I'm going to the movies instead. Yeah. Because we're going to go watch, um... Oh, fuck. I can't even remember what it's called right now. The Lost City. Uh, or the, the one with fun. Sa- the one with Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum and I heard that's actually good. It looks fun, and I'm like, you know what? <clears throat> I can't remember the last time I went to go see a movie just because it looked fun. Well, and I, the conversation around that, I've seen a couple people say something to the effect of, "I don't even really care if this movie is that good, but let's support it so we get yeah. star-driven comedies again." Yeah, because that has kind of died. Yeah. And it's really too bad. and Because mm-hmm. Robin says it all the time. She's like, man, because whenever we're I'm like, do you want to watch a movie? She's like, everything on your list is depressing. Fucking depressing. And I'm like, you're yeah, right. Kind of is. Like, it's but that's depressing what, or three hours long. That's where all the talent both. is, though. Yeah. That's where that's what the good directors are making, and that's what the really good actors are doing. Is Channing Tatum keeping this alive all on his own? I think so. Because <laughs> that's pretty if much you, what he And does. if you had said that 10 years ago, like post- what magic mike maybe yeah. and the dance what were the ones step up yeah and you said channing tatum is going to be keeping the fucking star comedy alive yep. uh thanks <clears throat> yeah especially if you think about like to the 80s it was always star driven comedies yeah and that now, was a yeah. big big yeah well like all of those people like the that whole you can probably name more 
like if you just start rattling off the top of your head like your Bill Murray's and Chevy Chase and all that, mm-hmm. then then you can who were the best dramatic actors at the time, okay. you'd have an easier time. Mm-hmm. That's not so right now. And how most of the best dramatic actors were often in a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Uh, did we do costume design? Well, we both... Or did we, we just we decide both, that it was I said Cruella. that it's going to be Cruella. Yeah. Kind of um, has. It's actually... There's some great costumes in that. There really are. Yeah. Yeah. And I... Th- also, uh, you said, you know, that you would... It was fine. I thought it was fine. It wasn't great. No. It was... It was better than I thought it was going to be. Yes, it was definitely that. Uh, Emma Stone was terrific. Yeah, and it was definitely a film that had been thought about. Like, yeah. I like I the design of the film was good. Oh yeah, it had a definite you know viewpoint as to what they wanted everything to look like. It was a very heightened film in that you know in that way. Cinematography. This, this might be the toughest category, honestly. Um, West Side Story is fucking gorgeous, and it's Janusz Kaminski, who that dude should be nominated every time he makes a film. Um, did Deacons do Macbeth? Yes. Okay, so you've got black and white Deacons. Uh, Power of the Dog, I don't know who it is, but again, it's a picturesque Western. It Those also, are always fucking going to look great. The the camera angle, and what just to what I have seen so far, look, I'm like... 15 minutes in. But just that opening uh, cattle drive. Mm-hmm. It's not just that it's pretty country and all that stuff, because it absolutely is. Mm-hmm. The angles that it's shot from are different. Mm-hmm. Like, and just like shot, con- there was uh, there was one, it's just striking. Uh, and I guess this is also based on location, where the, the, the hell do you call it? The herd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a real cowboy, Dan. Yeah. Uh, it's like coming over a, uh, like it's kind of rolling hills area. Yeah. They're coming down over a hill. So it's just the cows against bright, bright green grass and then sky mm-hmm. above it. It looks fucking awesome. Yep. Um, and I guess that's all cinematography. Yeah. I mean, and then you've, you've got Nightmare Alley, which is just another gorgeous looking Guillermo del Toro yeah. film. <clears throat> and then Dune. Another gorgeous-looking fucking film. I really wanted to have watched Nightmare... I was going to watch Nightmare Alley last night, but um, then the kids and I ended up uh, starting a Batman Beyond rewatch. Nice. We watched Robin Robin. I'll do this really quickly. We watched Robin Robin, and then and then I was going to watch Nightmare Alley because I figured they'd go off and do their thing. Robin was uh, went to dinner with her, some of her friends in Bangor, so it was just me and the kids. Um, but Colin said, well, what are we going to watch now? I was like, well, I don't know. Do you want to watch something else? He's like, yeah. So I hadn't watched yet. One of the only Batman, I think the only Batman animated movie that I have not seen is the one that they did a couple years ago uh, mm-hmm. before Adam West died. Oh, yeah. The Batman. It was bas- It's basically a an animated version of the, the Batman uh, 66 series um, with three original mm-hmm. uh, cast members. Um and it's just goofy, fun, yeah. dumb type thing. Colin didn't want to watch that, but when we were scrolling through that on the on the Batman section of HBO, <coughs> he said, "What's Batman Beyond?" I was like, "Buddy, you've seen Batman Beyond. We used to. We've probably watched it two or three times through." Yeah. But he was probably three. He was young enough. So, uh, or he was under five, I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so we so we started watching. Uh, Batman Beyond last night. So I didn't get to uh, Nightmare Alley. 
You made the wrong choice. I know. <laughs> Spending time with your kids. What an idiot. <laughs> um, I should... I really wanted to have those two watch, because I think that those are the two, even if I had seen everything, I would have been picking between. Yeah. Dune, I think, will probably win. I'm going to say Nightmare Alley just because I want it to win, because I don't think it's going to win a fucking thing. I am going to... And I want to see I want to see, I want to see it win one thing. Well, this is... It's funny, because I am going to pick Dune to win, mm. and I think Dune is going to win, but I would rather Nightmare Alley win, yeah. and I haven't even fucking seen it. It's a beautiful <laughs> film, though. Um, Plus, it's just good that we have some different ones. That's only the second thing we've disagreed on. And oh, even, it is? Even our disagreements are both like, Dune will probably win. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, original song. This is probably the one that I've. 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 I'm. Oof. It's gonna be between I think "Be Alive" and "No Time to Die." Um. Disagree. Really. I'm going with "No Time to Die" just because I want to see a Bond theme win, and it's a good song. Okay. Um. That's the only. "Be Alive" I, is fucking Beyonce. So yep. good. Good luck going against it. But again. Another thing that's weird about this year's Oscars presentation: they're making such a big deal that we need to talk about. Whatever his name is. I haven't heard the song. What? The song from Encanto, We Need to Talk About Somebody. Oh, Bruno, yeah. Yeah, that, no, that's, we... that's, that's being performed. Yeah. And it's not fucking nominated. Well, it is the best song in the movie. Then why wasn't it <laughs> fucking nominated? That was Disney's fault. <laughs> yeah. uh, Disney didn't submit it. Uh, they submitted uh, this one, which is also a really good song. I understand... I, I heard an explanation as to why. Um, so... I never get it right. I've heard the song a thousand fucking times. Dos Orgitas. Mm -hmm. That's the song that's nominated, and which is my pick, and I also think it's going to win. Um, so disagreement. The reason, and this wasn't like an official, this was just what, I can't remember who it was, but someone that would know the, the probable reason why and why, like the, knows the ins and outs of why things get nominated. Um... We don't talk about Bruno, even though it is the best song in the movie. It's a story song mm -hmm. that is very the context of this. It is you know because a lot of a lot of Disney movies they have your just kind of your your let it goes, although let it goes kind of both, uh, and then you have your uh, ones that are explain that are actually plot points. Yeah. Um, the Bruno song is a plot point, like mm. and kind of outside of the context of the movie. If you've never seen the movie, the song doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but it's still a really catchy song. So who gives a shit? The Academy. I mean, <laughs> how many songs are there where the the lyrics are nonsense? I mean, John Lennon admitted openly. That a lot of his his lyrics that people thought were so deep, he's like, they're just nonsense. Yeah. The one line doesn't... The only reason that I did this line after this line is because they rhymed. sounded good back to back yep. and they rhymed. Mm -hmm. they, they are not connected in any way. Yep. Like, come together is complete nonsense. <laughs> the whole song is complete nonsense. Yeah. Uh, and there have been, like, books written about it. Mm -hmm. So, but you like it because it's a, it's a catchy, enjoyable yep. song. It doesn't matter what the words are. Um, so it, it is dumb. And from a kid from a kid's movie, I I want catchy songs. If they're yeah. not catchy, that I'm gonna be stuck having to listen to music that I don't want to rehear a lot. I was overall underwhelmed with uh, the music as a whole. Yeah. Uh, that one song is that song is good, and the, the one that's nominated is good. Most of them I don't really care for, which 
that's what makes me either want to or not mind rewatching stuff a million times because mm-hmm. it's like you don't mind listening to good music over and over if you don't if you don't if you at least like the music yeah. and it doesn't like drive you fucking crazy. Um, and speaking, Tilly likes it though. It's getting a lot of mileage. Speaking of music, uh, this brings us to score. Oh, I hadn't thought about that one. This one, I'm going to go with Dune. It's tough to go against Dune because it is a Hans Zimmer. It's um, also like uh, something like Encanto. Are you you're separating? You're you're taking any. It's when you say score. When you say you're nominating, say Encanto mm-hmm. for score, are you talking about all the music that happens that isn't one of the songs? So? Is that how that works? I think so. Which because you, a Disney film that takes out a lot of music. Because they're right. almost all the songs. Right. Yeah. So I, I guess I don't understand that one. I guess I would have to watch it again and pay attention to the in-between stuff. Uh, don't look up. I don't even remember the score. I don't either. And Parallel Mothers, I haven't seen so I haven't heard. The weird thing is for me is, is Power of the Dog. I don't even think that's Greenwood's best score no. of the year. Because he also did the score for Spencer and Licorice Pizza. Shit, he was busy, huh? He was. He was busy. He was good. So, I I think, I mean, honest, I can't, again, I haven't seen, Don't Look Up could have, should have easily been another one of his scores. Yeah. Could have easily been Licorice Pizza or Spencer. Um, Dune has a very strong chance because it's a very operatic bombastic. Yes. yes. Big. And it's Hans Zimmer and, and he's good. And he hasn't won for like 25 years. Yeah. I would like to see Johnny Greenwood win just because I fucking love Radiohead and it would be cool to see him win one. Because the dude's been doing... He didn't win... What was the, one that he, what was the other one that he was... Oh, he also did, like, uh, Phantom Thread. Didn't he do... Uh, he did um, the, the bowling pin one. Uh, <laughs> the Big Lebowski? No. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, there Will Be Blood. Oh, didn't he do that? That's right, he did do that. So he might have won for that. Awards and nominations by... by I thought that won. Maybe it didn't. Maybe it wasn't him. Jesus. I gotta scroll for a while because he got nominated for so many fucking things. Oh, yes. He also did Free You Were Never Really Here. That movie was good. Mm-hmm. Probably never watched again, though. Oh, he actually did win for Best Original Score. There was a tie that year. He won along with the guy who did the Shape of Water score. What What was he? What did he win for? Um, Phantom Thread. Oh. And he might have... Jeez, he, he was nominated for Inherent Vice as well. Oh, but not for Academy Award. Oh, wait. Did he win? Was it... Oh, no. That was a Bofka Award, not an Oscar. He was just a nominee for that one. The Master. Oh, shit. Uh... Oh, he did not win. Hmm. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Power of the Dog just so I want to see Johnny Greenwood win. And you're gonna go with Dune. Yeah, I might as well because it's the only one I know. Uh, documentary <sighs> feature. I haven't seen a single fucking one, which uh, I feel bad for because I really, really, really want to see Summer of Soul, Attica, and Flea. They're all pretty available too. I think they're. All, I know. <laughs> I think they're all available, other than maybe Riding with Fire. I know Ascension is. I know Attica. Wait, is. did I see Ascension? Which one's Ascension? Ascension is that the mountain climbing one? 
No. No, damn it. Sounds like one. Well, that one that we... Uh, I did see that that one that we watched uh, should have been nominated. Yeah. Um, and uh, also the one that's on... It's a National Geographic one. It's on Disney uh, called The Rescue. It's the the soccer team that, soccer team that got flooded oh, into a cave. About, about uh, China. Yeah, definitely didn't watch that one. I'm, I'm going to go with Summer of Soul just because... Yeah. I want to get cue that, that Oscar. I, I, exactly, I want to see that one win. Uh, but I've heard Flea oh, is very, very strong. As is Attica. That's a speaking of. That's a reason if you uh, care about this sort of thing, uh, to root for the Encanto song because that will complete the EGOT for Lin Manuel Miranda. Oh, it's crazy that he hasn't won one yet for I know. any of his songs that he's done like over the last five years. Right. Well, he should have gone, at the very least, again, I bring it up all the time, he should have won for Moana. Uh, whatever. Um, what the hell yeah. won that year? It was very disappointing. Yeah, I think that man is EGOT. Uh, yeah, so that will that will complete that. And then he has one other thing, too. Oh, he also has a Pulitzer. I think. Yeah, no, you're he right, has, he, he has an additional, it, yeah. like, huge award. It's not just an entertainment Just give thing. him a MacArthur Genius Grant, too, while we're at yeah. it. Um, and look, I... I for Nobel the prize. for the people for the people that have kind of had it with him at this point, I, I get it. But but again, the dude's talented. Yeah. He's riding the wave. He's like well, and also uh, we have seen that this stuff doesn't last. Yeah, crank it out while you've got it. Yep, because it doesn't. Because it, it, sometimes when you lose it, you lose it. Yep, uh, you, you've you've said everything you have to say. Talk to Elton John, you know, or Billy Joel, or any of those. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Like, at some point, the stuff's just not good anymore. Yeah. Well, at least Billy Joel was smart enough to start writing classical music. <laughs> uh, Animated feature. This one, I've only seen one. So uh, I'm going with Mitchell and the Machines. I am, the also, I am also going with Mitchell and nice. the Machines. But I, what I think is going to win... It feels weird that Flea is in here. It does. A very serious documentary film. I get yeah. it. It's animated. Right. It's so curious. That is a. Uh, that's got to be, I mean, one of the oddest uh, phenomenons ever. Because uh, this movie, Flea, is nominated for three awards. It is nominated for Documentary Feature, which is usually not an animated movie, uh, Animated Feature, which is usually not a documentary, no. and International Feature. <laughs> yep. It is the. It's the strange. Because I think it's from Denmark? Something I think so, like yeah. that? Uh, very unusual. Um, I don't think it's going to win anything, but uh, that's very cool. Um, I want Mitchell's, because uh, I, I have seen four of these movies. I've seen everything but Flea. Yeah. Um, Mitchell's is, to me, hands down the best movie. Uh, Luca and Rhea are just there. I mean, yeah. they're, they're fine. they got to fill out the categories. Yeah. Uh, I they don't think they have any chance, but I think Encanto is going to win, mm-hmm. um, even though Mitchell's is a far better movie. International feature, this is kind of the parasite thing. Yeah. How can it not be Drive My yeah. Car? It has to be. It has to be, because it's the only one nominated for Best Picture. But the difference this year with that is... In a parasite year, it was Parasite and then four other movies that you didn't hear about from anything. Yeah. This is not true no. in international feature this year. Because you've got Drive My Car, which is also nominated for Best Picture, so like we're saying... How can it not be the best in, uh, best international film if it's one of the ten best films? 
Um, but it's but, also got Flea, which is nominated for best. Right, that is yeah. nominated for best, basically best picture in its category. Yeah. Uh, and then you've also got worst person in the world, which a lot of people I can't thought wait to see that. should I can't have been. Wait to see that film. I've heard uh, such good things about it's it. It's on Hulu, right? Is it now? Yeah, I think so. Ooh. Um, uh, Hulu and... I know it is coming out on the Criterion Collection at some point. The one that isn't uh, readily available unless you have the... Because, uh, well, I say that because I don't have it. Uh, Coda is on Apple Plus. Is that where you watched it? Yeah. Is it an Apple original? Apple Plus. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah um, the only one... like I have no desire to see Lunana Ayak in the classroom. I guess Hand of God is good. Like I said, I've seen the trailer. The trailer's fucking spectacularly yeah. beautiful. Um, the director, whose name I cannot remember now, he's an Italian director, but he's another one who, like, he doesn't make a lot of films, but when he does, they're almost always nominated for Best International Feature. Um, it's an, So it's an unusually strong category. Um, oh, it is not out on Hulu yet. It's not? Where the hell did I see oh. it then? I might have just seen it on... It's available to rent. Hmm. For five ninety nine on Apple and all other streamings, but yeah, it's not it's not for free yet. Uh, I'm still gonna go with Drive My Car because, like we said, how can it not be? Yeah, I'm but, plus it's also I've heard. I mean, very very good. It's one of the one. It's a it's a front runner for Best Picture. Yes, yeah. at numerous at again, some point about a month ago. Yeah, it was it was the front. It runner. was the front runner, which again is so silly. So stupid because the movie hasn't changed. We changed the subtitles. <laughs> it's better now. Speaking of, on the uh, 50th anniversary of Godfather was this week, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I watched The Godfather because I'm trying to get anything that I haven't watched since I started Letterboxd. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to rewatch. Um, so I hadn't seen The Godfather obviously in at least three years. Um, the voodoo version does not have the subtitles. When they're in Sicily. Really? That whole section when Michael is in Sicily. That's interesting. There's no subtitles. And I was like, what the hell is going... And then I was like... Because there are some scenes where he didn't put subtitles in on purpose because he didn't want you to know what they were saying. Yeah. Like the conversation the, uh, uh, with Salazzo and Michael yeah. is not subtitled. Mm-hmm. And that was his the director's choice. But not the whole section in Sicily. because no. Like, because I was trying to think, wait... Was there something? And then, like, yeah, I know what the lines are. Because, like, he talks about, oh, he was struck by a thunderbolt and mm-hmm. all this stuff. That whole conversation weird, is, like... <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah. And I couldn't get it to come up. Because even if I put on the, the closed captioning, mm-hmm. it just says, speaking Italian. <laughs> like, what the fuck? So now I'm thinking, the part two rewatch is going to be rough. Yeah. The first hour. <laughs> a whole lot of shit. That and just Italian. <laughs> Like, the first hour of that movie is yeah. all Italian, isn't it? A great deal of it, yeah. Anything that's in from the past, pretty much. Oh yep. God. So I'll be curious to see... Uh, it's uh, actually... I'm glad you mentioned this. It's one of the things I liked about West Side Story. Because he did not... At least on the Disney Plus version. Now I have to go fucking watch it on HBO Max to see. The Disney Plus, ver- Plus version, a lot of the Spanish is just in Spanish. Hmm. With no subtitles. It'd be interesting to see if that's on the HBO version. Isn't it weird that like both of those? Yeah, but have o- it? but only Disney Plus has it in 4K. Interesting. Which is why I watched it on Disney Plus. Sure. I wanted the 4K. 
I didn't know. I didn't know there was a, there was a distinction, but I did think it was weird that like, because yeah. that's just not the way it's been working with yeah, stuff. I'm all good. for it. Nothing appears on two streams at the same time. Yeah, that's brand new. Yeah, it just doesn't happen. And then a lot of times it's it's pretty rare for stuff to be available on a bunch of things. They'll jump from mm -hmm. place to place. I got. I have like oh, fuck. I have three things on Amazon Prime that I have to watch before Wednesday. Uh, Night of the Hunter, mm -hmm. which is filling in a lot of my a lot of gaps. It's it's a top two fifty. If, if it disappears, check check Criterion because that's yeah. a Criterion film. Um, Night of the Hunter, Great Escape, and The Killing are all, all also all Criterion films. Yeah, so they might go through. <clears throat> and worst comes to worst, I've got them all on Blu-ray. Oh, you do? I have all three of those. Uh, I don't know why I haven't gotten around to him because, like, uh, and the, Night of the, the Hunter's wicked short. The Killing Blu-ray actually has a bonus feature, Killers, the film Killer's Kiss, Kubrick's other film. I started watching uh, The Killing because I was doing Sterling Hayden double feature. Because <laughs> why wouldn't you? <laughs> I, I couldn't think of any other connection uh, uh, to make from, from or that was, a, that was a fun, like, you always follow up The Godfather with, like, either part two or you'd watch Goodfellas or mm -hmm. something, another gangster yeah. movie, and like, no, I'm going to do the Sterling Hayden marathon. <laughs> I'm going to watch it backwards. I'm changing it up. Yeah. Oh, adapted screenplay. Uh, these are Screenplays are usually my favorite categories just because they're usually the most varied. Yeah. Not, not as much this year. Usually there's at least one really like, wow, I can't believe that got nominated. Yeah. Wild card type of film. Not so much. Uh, we've got Coda, Drive My Car, Dune, The Lost Daughter, Power of the Dogs. We do have The Lost Daughter, which is the first time we've mentioned it so far. Yeah. Um, it actually just popped also, up on your Netflix screen. Also, is it on there? Yeah. <laughs> it's a really good film. I really enjoyed it. It's also, it'll. It's uh, the interesting thing about that is uh, a well-known, award-nominated in the past actress mm -hmm. winning would be winning an Oscar for something other than acting. Affleck style. Yeah. That's what she wins. I hope she name drops Affleck. <laughs> I'm doing this Affleck style. I'm actually, I'm actually vote rooting for that one. I'm, that's what I, I, I haven't even seen the movie, but I'm rooting for. Um, uh, did we even mention that it's Maggie Gyllenhaal? It's Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a great film. She directed the shit out. I was, if she'd shown up as best director, I would have been okay with it too. Yeah. Uh, it's a good little film. Um, what do you think is going to win? It's gonna, I think it's going to be Coda or Drive My Car. I think it's going to be Coda, just because I don't think Coda is going to end up winning Best Picture. That's and I think they, I think they want to make sure this film gets awarded this year. Um, but I also wouldn't be surprised if Power of the Dog wins. I don't think Dune will win no, I don't because again that. we've only seen half the movie. Yeah, it feels like that, I, I that, think, and that's not the fault of Dune, but like it does. It feels like a screenwriting yeah. has to be. It's, it feels like you can't even do it. If they, it, it feels like it would be more. It should be more likely to win when part it gets two. nominated. When part two gets nominated yeah, exactly. three years from now or whatever. <coughs> uh, uh, original screenplay. Uh, we got Belfast, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Worst Person in the World. I've only seen one of them, and I, I know it won't win, and I don't think it should win. And I just say that because uh, Don't Look Up is, I think, Adam McKay's weakest screenplay. I do, too. And I know that doesn't... It's a that, fun film. That shouldn't matter but for it's, this category. But it's not as good as, like, The Big Short. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. 
it's weird to hold that against it because that's it's like uh, you know grading a math paper based on yeah. what a guy su- got in science two years ago. But like, yeah. I know it's not fair, but like, it's hard to give it mm-hmm. to even consider it for an Oscar when it's like this is his worst. Yeah. Belfast, I think, has a strong choice because it's... That's what I'm picking to win. It's everything Kenneth Branagh. Yeah. He wrote it. He directed it. It's like his love letter. I'm going with Liquor's Pizza just because Paul Thomas Anderson has yet to win a fucking Oscar. Yeah. Which, to me, is criminal. Considering every film he seemingly puts out gets numerous nominations every time. Yeah. He, his film is a prestige film every fucking time, and he is still not. he hasn't won a thing. So I'm gonna root for Liquor's Pizza. If he gets unlucky though too with because uh, he's often up against a, juggernaut yeah. type years where it's like I'm sorry man you're gonna win one eventually but we can't yeah we can't do it this year <laughs> and then even when the film like it, it gets overshadowed by like say like there will be blood it's like yeah. all of the attention went to fucking Daniel Day Lewis yeah which oh yeah right. rightfully so <laughs> but nobody came out of that film talking like man that was a really good screenplay they're like holy shit did you see Daniel Day Lewis yeah. <laughs> Well, and I, th- I feel like, and again, this is a dumb thing, but it's the way the Academy thinks. Uh, they probably felt like, look, uh, No Country's a better movie, mm-hmm. but like we're going to reward this movie. The Daniel Day-Lewis Oscar is, this is our award to you, this yep. movie. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Yep. Oh, but, I mean, that happens. And they do that with director all the time, too, which is fucking stupid. Yeah. It's so stupid. But they do it. Uh, so what did I'm picking Belfast to win? And I'm going but with Licorice Pizza. I'll 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 root for. I'm going to root for Worst Person in the World just because uh, it should have been nominated for Best Picture, <laughs> even though I haven't even fucking seen it. Uh, actress in a supporting role. This is another one that's often tough because sometimes these are just completely out of nowhere fucking surprises. Right. <clears throat> um, Kristen Kristen Dunst really fucking good in Power of a Dog. Ariana DeBose really good in West Side Story. But it's not her fucking movie. I'm I mean, going with it. I'm going with Jesse Buckley in The Lost Daughter. I think I think she had a tough role to play in that, and I think she did it really well, and I just I like her as an actress. Um, I'm going uh, Ariana DeBose, both uh, rooting for and uh, who I think will win. You're just, probably uh, right. Going from uh, Hamilton Ensemble all the way to... Mm-hmm. Best supporting actress. Uh, and we also uh, It would be funny if uh, someone who was in the Hamilton ensemble gets an Oscar before Linda Manuel Miranda does. That would be funny. That would be hilarious, actually. <laughs> like, fuck you, bro. Uh, Here's your EGOT. Actor in a supporting role, we've got uh Ciaran Hines for Belfast, Troy Coatser for Coda, Jesse Plemons for Power of the Dog, J.K. Simmons for being the Ricardos, uh, and Cody Smith McPhee for the Power of the Dog. I'm going Coda both uh, both ways. This one, I mean, again, I haven't seen Belfast yet. Uh, Troy Coatser is the heart of that fucking movie of Coda. He's really fucking good. Take it from me, Dan. You don't have to have seen any of these movies to have a have a stern opinion uh, on them. Jesse Plemons, he's Mr. Solid. He's always yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, J.K. Simmons, while his role is not meaty at all in being Ricardo's, he's fucking hilarious. Like, he's the highlight of every, every scene he's in. He is, like, in pure J.K. Simmons curmudgeon role. It's yep. great. I'm going to go with Cody Smith-McPhee. I think he deserves to win this because his role is such a challenging, difficult role, and he has to play it understated the entire film. Yeah. 
Um, it's a very, very quiet performance. That's that's in his wheelhouse, though. It really is. He's been doing that for years. He's been doing that since he was 10. Since he was Nightcrawler. But I, I think he deserves to win. But I think Troy Koser will win. Uh, actress in a leading role. Jessica Chastain for The Eyes of Tammy Faye, who's kind of a favorite of recent. Yes. Uh, Olivia Coleman for The Lost Daughter, who's... A f- I don't, no one should ever bet against her, because she seemingly wins everything she's fucking nominated for now. Yes. Uh, Penelope Cruz for Parallel Mother. Parallel she's also uh, uh, heating up. Because, you know, that movie's changed. Yeah. <laughs> it's gotten better. Uh, Nicole Kidman for Being the Ricardos, which... I think has no chance. No, not, not a chance in hell. And at one point, Kristen Stewart was it. It. But it doesn't feel like it now. She's still it for me. Yeah. Um, again, I haven't seen Knives of Tammy Faye, but I've seen Lost Daughter and Being the Ricardos. Kristen Stewart is by far... And she carries the film. Yeah. Like, it's a good film, but you take her out of that film, and it's not good, I think. I am going to root for Penelope Cruz, and uh, I think Jessica Chastain will win. All right. Actor in a leading role. (sighs) Got Javier Bardem for Being the Ricardos. Benedict Cumberbatch for The Power of the Dog. I don't love this category. Mm. Doesn't it kind of suck? Kind of does. And, oh, it's it's nothing surprising, with one exception. Andrew Garfield for Tick, Tick, Boom, Will Smith for King Richard, and Denzel for The Tragedy of Macbeth. Denzel's good in Macbeth. Of course he is. But he's not going to win. Uh, same with Javier Bardem and Being the Ricardos. I, that was a very surprising nomination for me. Um, the other three have all gone back and forth as to who is the favorite. Mm-hmm. Right now it feels like Will Smith's the favorite. Doesn't it? I, I am picking Will Smith to win, rooting for Andrew Garfield. I'm I'm rooting for Andrew Garfield as well. Because, um, hey, Will Smith didn't have to fucking sing in his movie. Right. Um, but he could have. He could have. He could have <laughs> dropped some Big Willie style. Um, it's He's good in it. He is. But again, that film is very underwhelming for me. I, I don't know why it's getting so much fucking love that it is. I even... Uh, I, I just am over the emotional sports movie. I just am. I can't. You've seen them all. You've seen them, I just seen can't. Them all. Give me I something can't different. Fucking take any more of them. Yeah. I, and it doesn't. It's not the fault of any particular movie, but just like I have no interest. It's just. A, it's just a genre I have no interest in. Yeah. Just like I have no interest in. I don't know whatever other. Which is weird, considering you love sports. Yeah, I think that's kind of why. Yeah. Because as someone who you're familiar loves with sports, most of their stories too. Uh, it might be. It would be a little different in something like this, but in most of your sports movies, it's like that's not right. Yeah, this is fucking stupid. That wouldn't I'm not, happen. I'm not sure how much of this is right. <laughs> Honestly, at least something like this is at based on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But for me, that film went too big. Yeah, like it should have been a much smaller. Film. I feel you could have, you could have taken a particular period instead of a decade. You know? I know I keep uh, joking about how I haven't seen most of these things, but I'm still an authority to speak on them. I do feel like my gut reaction of what King Richard is is exactly what it is. Yeah, you are. You're not wrong. And I, it's like, I don't even have to see it. I know exactly what that movie is. And that's a problem. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. It is. Uh, director. This is an interesting category. Because you got Paul Thomas Anderson for Liquor's Pizza. He's not going to win. Sorry, no. PTA. You're just not going. This is where... Kenneth Branagh for Belfast. Possibly, because, again, the largest voting branch are actors. 
and here's an actor directing, and people fucking love that shit. Uh, Jane Campion, who seemingly was a lock, and then she kind of put a furt in her mouth the other day. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people, I don't know if they had finished voting by that point yet. Well, that's what I'm wondering. I'm hedging on that one because of that. Because I think this would have been an example of what we were talking about earlier, where they would reward Power of the Dog by giving it to her, and mm-hmm. not it will, and then have it not win Best Picture. Yeah. Um, so... When did the when did she say the stupid shit? It's like a week it was and a half. Actually, ago. a week and a half. It was a while ago, and voting was up like last Wednesday or something. Yeah, so so people could have heard her put her foot in her mouth. I'm still gonna. Th- I still think that she will win. I'll, I'll say that, but I want to drive my car dude to win just because it'll piss people off. Yeah, because he made a three hour long foreign language film. Well, and that, that's all that, talking. Well, and that the acceptance speech is going to be in Japanese because it fucking made people. It drove people crazy that Bong Joon Ho had the audacity yeah. to, after doing like a couple, a good paragraph in English, switching to Korean when he got his. Yeah. How dare like, he? Like fuck you guys. And what's really weird <clears throat> in this category is to think Spielberg has no chance to win this. No, and... Uh, because he did a great job with this film. It's, it's one of I, my favorite Spielbergs of the past recent years. Well, I, I've, I've seen it said. Uh, I don't remember who it was. It might have been Dan Merle. Um, he said, it's not my favorite. He, he loved it, uh, but he, you know, it's not my favorite Spielberg movie. But it might be his best directing job. Yeah, because, like, again, he's not known for musicals. Yeah. That's not in his forte. Um. And he changed a lot of the scenes where yeah. they took place. Like he, well, he was which saying, is a, which is a big deal. He said, "Yes, it's he's doing he's doing a remake, but he made every part of it better. Every yeah. part, everything, every scene yeah. in that movie is better than it was in the original." Yeah, because like the "I feel pretty" scene, which before was just you know in a smaller shop, yeah, is now like over like an entire department store oh, type yeah. place. You know, and there are plenty of scenes like that. The uh, the scene where Riff has the gun and Tony tries to get it from him. That whole song and dance number is at a different spot. It's now on like the docks and it looks great. Yeah. And he did that with so many of the scenes where he took an iconic location and changed it. And it yeah. works better. But yet, Spielberg I don't think has a chance. No. If he wins, I'll be like, of course he did, Spielberg. Yeah. But I'm going to go for a champion because I just, I think she deserves it. I think, I think... That film really hinged on what on how it was told, because of. I mean, I'm not gonna say there's a twist because it's not really a twist, but there's a reveal that happens literally in like the last few minutes of the movie. Yeah, that just makes you go, "Holy fuck!" And then you, it's one of those where you sit back and like, "Oh, I should have seen that," but I see why I didn't see it. See it? Yeah, because she was doing the whole, "Oh, hey, look over here." Yeah, don't pay attention to this. And I, I, I think she did a masterful job of directing it. See, <clears throat> without you having to try not to give anything away, I think I know what that thing is, and I will look out for it while I'm watching. Okay. And then if I end up being wrong, I'll just say, yeah, I was fucking totally wrong. Yeah. Um, but if you were right, you can just go, hey, I had to look for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I, it, it got sort of... I think kind of sort of spoiled for me at one point. I can't remember. It was one of those things where you see like the first couple words of a tweet and then you just like go, oh, yeah. And you try and you try to forget what you just saw, mm-hmm. but you're not sure. Uh, what was the other thing? Because the last time that happened, like on something that I really didn't want spoiled, because I'm usually pretty good, uh, 
it turned out to be something that was totally not even the case. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what it was. It was for whether it was for a game or a movie. Um, uh, oh, the other thing I saw. Speaking, going back to the drive my car thing, and um, have you read any of those? I'm sure you read snippets of the like the anonymous Oscar voter stuff. Oh yeah, where they were, and they were talking about. And there was one of them was a well-known producer uh, said about Drive My Car that it didn't belong in the Best Picture category. It belongs in International Feature. Or it belongs in International Feature, but does not belong in Best Picture, just like Parasite didn't. And I was like, I have not seen Drive My Car. You've seen Parasite, though. But come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. I know we we I mean we fillet we, we parasite hard for it, but on every episode but come movie. on. Yeah. And I wonder even if you don't think it's the best film that year, it's one of the top 10 best. <laughs> and I also I guess I get Do you really think American movies are that much better? Like yeah, like, I guess I get I get people that don't like it because it's odd. Yeah. I, I understand that. I understand yeah, how best, you could watch that movie is and not, not called yeah. like best American feature, right? And any, but anyway, uh, Bong's response to a similar thing when Parasite was up that it didn't belong in because I didn't, I had never, I hadn't seen anything about that. Um, his response was pretty fucking cold, actually, because he said something along the lines of, "Well, I mean, he's like, oh, asking if it, if it bothered me, he said, no, not really. It's not even an international festival." Jesus, dude. <laughs> and that's all he said. That was, and they're like, oh, Jesus. Nice. All right. It's a nice. pretty cold response. Good response, though. Fuck do I care? It's not like it's Toronto. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh, shit. Uh, the Toronto Film Festival uh, Twitter is a really good follow, though. Yeah. If you don't. Um, that's become, like, such a really good festival. It's yeah. Like movies and premiering. It's, and the, 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 the Twitter feed is very good because they're, it's just those, all those kinds of movies that are, that, and they're. I would not mind going to that one year because it's not like Toronto's that far. No, it's not. Just on the other side, Niagara. Yeah. <laughs> uh, best picture? Yeah, we got Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, West Side Story. Right away, you can eliminate. Don't look up. Yes. You can eliminate licorice pizza. Yes. You should be able to eliminate King Richard. You can you can eliminate Nightmare Alley. You can eliminate Nightmare Alley. Which again, it, it's 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 such a strong film, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think Belfast will win. I think I, don't I think it will get one of these other ones we've talked about. So you've got oddly enough a five picture race, which is what it used to be. <laughs> yeah. Coda, Drive My Car, Dune, Power of the Dog, West Side Story. I don't think it's going to be Dune. There's still a part two to come. And yeah. I think if it gets rewarded, it's going to be rewarded on how well that does. Like, you know, Return of the King kind of set that standard. Yes. If there's a film that's nominated for a Best Picture that you know it's going to be in multiple parts, wait to see how it lands. Yeah. Because if, like, if it turns into It Chapter 2, then you don't, you don't have to worry. You know? Right, but the unfortunate thing of that in that in that example is that it doesn't change how good the first one is. Exactly, but like, the first the chapter one is fucking awesome, and it's awesome all its by own. itself. Um, I have yet to ever rewatch chapter two. I am rooting for and would pick even I, I. I'll think of it this way: 
even though I have not seen a lot of these, mm-hmm. I cannot envision a world where I give any of them a higher score than I gave Dune. So far, you're you're not wrong. Does that Dune, make sense? I, I don't know because I've seen eight of these. My only five star film out of them is Dune. Yeah, it helps that I'm a nerd and this so is right up my shit. It's kind of it's kind of the same thing as uh, Drive My Car has to win international because, yep. which like, is why I don't. Think how it's can I win pick best picture so- here? Because I think yeah. I think the Academy will go. Like, no, we awarded you. You're yeah. not as good as Parasite. Yeah, we did that last year. We're not doing yeah. that again. <laughs> Um, do you I, think in some people's head it, it's, uh, again, totally unfair when we're talking about, like, comparing last things. That's not what this award is. Do you think something like Drive My Car is like, well, it's not even close to as good as Parasite, so how can it possibly be? Do you think yeah. that is... Oh, I think so. Interesting. Um, I think Power of the Dog is going to win. I'm picking Coda to win. Right. Uh, rooting, for, well, rooting for, and I would pick, uh, my pick is Dune. Uh, because again, I, 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 I'm not. I can't imagine when I do when I do get around to watching them all, uh, rating anything higher than Dune. So it w- it would be, uh, it would feel wrong to yeah. <laughs> pick anything. Which else. I can understand. I, I I do think Power of the Dog will win though. Yeah. Because again, not everyone is a sci-fi nerd. I think it's but be- oh, I think it's between Coda and Power of the Dog. I don't think Dune has a chance. Yeah. Um, which, if you would ask me a month ago if Coda stood a chance, I would have been like, nope. It got its nomination. Be happy with it. Yeah. Uh, and again, I, I, think also, I, I wouldn't be surprised also if West Side Story pulls it in. Mm. Because it's it's one of those films that everybody loves. It's hard to vote against. <clears throat> it does feel... It's so funny that people bitch for so long. M- me, sometimes among them, uh, about expanding the Best Picture category when, like, there's really only, like, three that have a chance. Yeah. It does seem... It's great that you want to wreck it. Oh, oh, and yeah. there's like a fan favorite that's getting thrown in this year, too. Yeah. Did Malignant win that? I can't remember. I think Spider-Man did. Oh, did it? I think so. I or it was, it was leading last time I knew. I don't know. Again, um, dumbest idea ever. Yeah. It's, it's not going to win. No, no one is going to take that fucking seriously. Uh, cool idea, but no. There's no... There's no People's Choice Award at the Academy Awards. It just doesn't happen. I think that one of the reasons... I don't... Again, I don't think Dune will win. And I think one of the reasons they won't win is because I think a lot of those early ones, they are going to win, and people are going to be like, look, it was great, but it doesn't deserve to, like, sweep the Oscars. Yeah, I don't think anything will sweep this year. It's at all. I think Dune's going to end up with, like, four. Four to six. But... Those, well, are mostly all, I... those are mostly all technical. Well, most of them are going to be off air. Yeah. But still, I'm saying uh, the what I the movie that I think is going to win the most Oscars is going to win most of them off air. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if picture, director, actor leading, actress leading, supporting and supporting, and a screenplay, I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if those were all different films. Mm. It could happen. Let's see. Yeah, it could very easily happen that none of those. Because right now, the only one that I have winning twice is Power of the Dog out of those main ones. See, I have Power of the Dog getting shut out with how many nominations? fucking nominations. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six. Six of those, uh, out of those ones? Mm-hmm. 
Holy shit, is it in it? No, there isn't a leading. There's no leading. Oh, it's because there's two supporting. So yeah. That's why. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty wild. <laughs> so we'll see how we do. Uh, both our our personal picks and uh, at least I did uh, what I thought would win even if I didn't agree. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you watch anything in the last couple weeks that you want to talk about? Um, I did. I, I won't talk about one in general, but holy shit. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen and Anders Thomas, Thomas Anders Jensen. Um, I need to own all their movies. Really? Mads does weird shit in those films. How many Madses have you watched now? I'm up to like 22. What did you, uh, I imagine Hanks Giving was the most you ever watched of one person in one year, right? Yes. And that was 30 something? But that will change next month. Are you going to get over, oh, you're going to do. Age of Cage. Oh, yeah. I was, I, I, one of the other things I came across I, I will was, not get over that many over Max, uh, Mads just because like last week was tough. Yeah. I only watched like four movies last week, which yeah. for me. Is low, is 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 very very low. So I've been we, I've been averaging a solid ten. Oh, I mean, how is that for consistency mm. up until last week? I've been at nine or ten movies almost every single week this year, except for two. Um, so I didn't get to watch a lot last week. It just it things didn't work out well as far as because I was tired a lot and we were watching a TV show, and I feel bad if like we watch up until a certain time and it's like can we watch one more episode? I don't want to go no. I control this. That's when I left work. Which my, is your least my, amount of My films. movie watching has been cut in half since I have been home. Uh, just real quick on yeah, TV. Yeah, I'm at 21 Mads films for the month. Yeah. So I, I will, and I'm going to have to at least watch two more. Did that land right on the thing? <laughs> um, so if I get to 25 Mads films for the month, I'll be happy. Um, which is, again, far more than I think anyone else on the planet <laughs> yeah. for, th- for this month. Uh, I can't imagine anyone. Although I again, I think I think I talked about last time. Uh, there are a lot of thirsty women out there for Mads. My Twitter, my Twitter feed now that I've talked about Mads a lot yeah. is filled with fucking women talking about Mads. Um, they they, they do enjoy him. Um, as far as my uh, my diary, um, Charlie Countryman was an interesting fucking film. The one with uh, him and uh, Shia LaBeouf. Mm. Uh, it's the film where Shia, where Shia did actual acid while making the film for a scene where he's drugged out. That the director knew about. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Um, yeah, there isn't a single film I really want to talk about. Um, other than The Salvation, Mads can make a good good fucking Western. Yeah? Written by Thomas Anders Jensen. Uh, Anson, Anson Thomas Jensen. Thomas Anson Jensen. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Freaking um, Norwegians. Uh, Norwegians? Danes. Danes. Um, Age of Uprising, like <coughs> Michael Kohlhaas, which was essentially Braveheart, but in, in France, because he was speaking French in that fucking... He has spoken five different languages in movies I've watched this month. <coughs> He's fucking good. It's embarrassing uh, how many languages Europeans speak. Just oh, yeah. Like, Compared to us. Like, Christoph Waltz just goes from, like... yeah. In one scene, goes from French to German to German to English to French, mm-hmm. back to German. Like, yeah, fuck and, you, and dude. That, that's mad. That's <laughs> like, and that's not even counting. He did an entire film in German, but they overdubbed him because his German wasn't good enough. Yeah, and I'm like, Jesus Christ! I wouldn't have even known that his German was bad. Oh no, of course not. But uh, yeah, I I don't 
have surprisingly I don't have anything I want to talk about. Uh, since we last recorded, the last thing I had watched when we recorded last time was the Adam Project. Mm-hmm. Um, the that, that night, that eve, that Sunday evening, I watched a Serious Man. <laughs> that film I mean, kicks Michael Stuhlberg. <laughs> I get it. I get the whole point of the movie. I understand it, but still, give the fucking guy a break. I know, just one. <laughs> Let him get one win. One. You know, it's kind of like at the end of it, you're like, why was I laughing at any of that? <laughs> it really like you are. You, feel, you are literally watching a guy's life in. Yes, it's awful. Yep. It's awful. Even when he's trying to do the right thing, it's not going well. <sighs> yeah. It, it's a very, it's a fr- that's a very frustrating movie, mm-hmm. but uh, that just speaks to how good it is. Yeah. Uh, it'll be a while before I watch it. Oh yeah, that's not one I need to watch every year. Oh that is for God. certain. Um, it's about a guy. Uh, well, I mean that that's it. It's the whole premise of the. Yeah, he's of an the, up for tenured professor <clears throat> with a wife who's leaving him, a kid who doesn't really care, a neighbor that he kind of wants to fuck. And almost does. Uh, Richard Kind is awesome as his neurotic brother. Cy Abelman is awesome. Who, yeah, who comes to live with him, and you're not really sure what his issue is, but you know there's an issue. He's got something to drain on the back of his neck. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's some weird, like yeah. It's just, it's just one, and and it, everything goes. Wrong it's it's him. not just that they go wrong. It's that like everyone is like unreasonable with him, and and he's like, what the. F- are you all talking about like i don't want to get into spoiler territory but he's asked to pay for a funeral that like somehow he's responsible for but Um, wants to he's asked to pay for the funeral of the man who his wife was leaving him for (laughs) because she said it would be the right thing to do why (laughs) kidding me why is Uh, it the right thing it's specifically not the right thing to do for him yeah Yeah. it's uh it's a frustrating movie to watch but it is really good um then I watched The Departed, like I said, because of the, the, the whole casino and heat conversation. Uh, and then No Way Home came out on uh, digital, so Robin um, and Tilly got to watch it for the first time. Man. Um, Andrew Garfield had a great year. He really did. He's, I love him in that. <clears throat> I love him in that Spider-Man film. It's, uh, remember after we watched it the first time, and I said I'll be curious to see how it is on rewatches, because, yeah, a lot of it is nostalgia. A lot of it is, oh, there's that thing from that thing. Um, but it was still really enjoyable the second mm-hmm. time. Yeah, um, I'm not surprised. I don't think, there are certain times when even if it is like, oh, they're just, that's an obvious nostalgia pull. Well, yeah. Yep. Have you read comics? Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like, um, you know... They put those sprinkles on your ice cream just so it would taste better. Yeah. Like, yes, <laughs> that is, that's exactly why they didn't. <laughs> yeah. And I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you for making my ice cream taste even better. Right. Like, uh, yes, it would have been still good without it, but. It, as long as it feels earned, I guess. I guess when it's not just, I, I understand what that, that argument is, but there's some people, and it's the same assholes that we were talking about earlier, I'm sure, mm-hmm. uh, the, you know, that, that, that are so cynical that, Anything that is obvious nostalgia, like nostalgia is nostalgia for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm not nostalgic about shit I didn't give a fuck about. Right. Like, <laughs> or otherwise, like. It, otherwise it wouldn't be. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, 
I guess there's, to me, there's a right and a wrong way to do it. When you're just, when you have nothing else to offer. Yeah. If you're just throwing in something because, like, hey, remember when that was cool? Yeah. But everything in that that's nostalgic is, it's, it's their plot points. Yeah. It's their reason. It wasn't just like Tobey Maguire popped in like he was in the fucking movie, you yeah. know? Yeah, he had a, it's not like he showed up for two seconds and went right and then was taken away. Um that's when I feel like and and those sort of things, like the low end things in background, like little Easter egg. When it's in Easter egg territory, it's mm. fine. In between what we got there and an Easter egg is the no man's land where it's like mm-hmm. There's no real reason for you to do be doing yeah. what you're doing with the story. You're only doing it for the sake of, hey, there's that thing that was from that other thing. Um, but that's not the case with No Way Home. It's, like you said, it's a pl- they're plot points. Uh, then I watched Rear Window. Did I tell you the weird shit about that? Kind of, not no. weird shit, but... Um, I was looking for something to watch, and uh, another, one of my goals is, was the filling in uh, gaps of old movies and <clears throat> filling in years... Uh, trying to watch at least one movie every year from Double Indemnity yeah. on. Uh, so I was going through, I have I bought like 10 Hitchcocks like a year mm. ago. So I was going through those, because he's pretty good to be doing that exercise with, because he made like one a year for yeah. like fucking 15 years. And they're usually years. quality. Yeah, they're usually at least pretty good. Although I'm struggling through To Catch a Thief. Yeah, I didn't care for To Catch a Thief. I'm just not buying it. Yeah. That he's a cat burglar. His... Honestly, the Hitchcock films where it's all about spies, yeah. other than North by Northwest, yeah. I don't care for. Yeah. They're okay. They're fine. But give me his other shit instead. I'm only, I only started to catch a thief for Grace Kelly. Yeah. Uh, and I haven't even gotten to her yet. <laughs> He's just about to meet her, though. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. Um, <clears throat> so I was going through the ones to watch, and then, I mean, I know what Rear Window is about, and I was like, ooh, that's actually really appropriate. Because this is one movie I did watch uh, yep. during the day when I was here by myself. Because uh, what Rear Window is about is uh, Jimmy Stewart has broken his leg, I guess standing in the middle of the street during a street race, taking a picture of it? Apparently so. Because they show that kind of flashback, and he's like right in the middle of the fucking street. Yeah. Like, Can't yeah, imagine how you got hit. You're lucky only your leg is broken, dude. Yeah. So anyway, he's got this up to his hip cast, and he so he's confined to his New York apartment. And he's got... I mean, it, it's obviously so clearly a set. Uh, it almost looks like a play. It yeah. almost looks like the stage of a play, his backyard, yeah. his view. Um, it very much is. Uh, but he the, the only thing he has to do is to look out his rear window all day. He has nothing else to do. It's 1954. They ain't got fucking TV. True. I mean, he did, but it was never on. Yeah. Uh, so he's just looking at his window, peeping at his neighbors all day. Uh, and he thinks he sees a murder. Um the funny thing about all of this is I picked it because, hey, that's kind of what I'm doing right now. I have nothing else to do except I don't have any interesting neighbors. I got fucking... Yeah, I don't think Miss K is going to do anything. I have birds and squirrels and shit. Ordinary. Um, the weird thing is Jimmy Stewart was uh, 46 years old when he made that oh, movie. No, no kidding. Oh. He has a lot more hair than I do, but his is like fucking 100% gray, so... Yeah. <laughs> People looked older. Yeah. Like, he does I, not look... I would have guessed he was in his 50s. In his 50s. That. Right. Yeah. Uh, no, they looked in their 40s when they were like 26. <laughs> and I know it doesn't help because, yeah, he's got like an old-timey haircut like your grandfather and would have had. Yeah, so yeah. it kind of, that makes you in your mind. But like even his face, he looks like a, he looks like he's in his 50s. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Uh, 
it's very good. I mean, obviously, it's uh, it takes place almost entirely in yeah. uh, in the apartment, so it very much is a, a stage play mm-hmm. feeling type movie. Um, <clears throat> I watched Civil War just because I'd been watching it for like a month, like ten minutes at a time. It's the sort of thing when like. I'm eating a bowl of cereal before I go to bed, and I don't yeah. want to start anything. And eventually, and eventually, if you're like me, you hate watching part of anything and not getting to put it in the letterbox. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I have finished things, because, like, I did, I I mean, it was part of Mads, too, because I was watching Doctor Strange while I was, like, reorganizing a DVD yeah. collection. So I knew that was one thing, because, again, Mads is only in that film briefly. Um, and they're very set scenes, so you know when he's there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, I was like, oh, Matt's, Matt's dead. I can stop watching. I'm like, no, I can't do that because I got to finish it to get the credit. Right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I've been watching Captain America 10 minutes at a time. Um, part of the rewatch stuff that you haven't watched in a couple of years, uh, rewatched Argo. Hadn't seen that. In I haven't seen that since it first came out. It was really good. It, I love Alan, really Adam Ar- Alan Arkin in yeah. that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, him and John Goodman. Yeah, they're great. Uh, yeah, that's uh, he's a good director. Ben Affleck's he a is. good director. Um, say what you will about him personally. I still haven't or, seen Live by Night, but... <laughs> oh, I guess that's trash. I'm all set. I'm not going to watch that. I still got to see it, though. It's based on Desla The uh, um The new one, I guess, is trash, too. The one... He didn't direct it, but the, oh, the, the one... Oh, the one with him and Anna de Armas? Yeah. Yeah. Who who is she, and why is she all of a sudden a huge thing? I mean, obviously she's very pretty. Is that is she just an it, actress? It's her time. Okay, she was, I, in, she was in Bond. She was in this. Oh, she, okay. It's her time. Okay, I just I like all of a sudden it's like I, people I'm are talking about this person. I think she's been in other stuff too, but yeah, yeah. It looks odd because she's older than she looks, but it still seems weird. Like because the trailer is literally just her giving an uncomfortable looking hand job. Yeah. To fucking him, and I'm like, yeah. this is weird. Yeah. Um, then, like I said, I watched The Godfather, and then Robin and I watched Fred's Oh, she was Dispatch. also in Blade Runner 2049. Oh, uh, she was also in Knives Out. I enjoyed her in Knives Out. That's oh, right. was that the, was her. She was, like, the, okay. the, the caregiver. Okay. So she was, like, one of the main characters, yeah. in other words. Okay, yeah, I do know who that is, then. <clears throat> Blade Runner 24. She was in War Dogs. Didn't see it. You say so. Oh, she was one of the girls in Knock Knock, too. All right, I've seen that. So she's actually been around longer than I thought. But it is you you it is her time, definitely. It's it's her because time right now, yeah. I don't think I'd ever heard her name before <clears throat> a couple months ago. Um Robin and I watched French Dispatch the other night. You were correct. Watched what? Uh French Dispatch. Oh yeah. Uh you were correct, that is That is so Wes Anderson. Um however, not one of my favorites. No, mine neither. Um It doesn't I mean it, it's based it's three different stories. Yeah, it's not even. Yeah, it's it's an anthology, really. Yeah. It's it's and those things. It's hard to get invested into. Yeah. Um, uh, that being said, the, the Timothy Chalamet yes. uh, Francis McDormand Agreed. story is fucking. I was amazing. gonna say that one. That is the best of the three. Um, the Jeffrey Wright one is good. Yeah. Uh, the first one with Benicio is probably the weakest for me. It's still good. Yeah, like there's still quality to it, but it's yeah, the Francis Mc- cast, holy smokes! I know, it's like that. You, Speaking, you, you want to add people to your letterbox numbers? Watch French yeah. Dispatch, like because that, that I was thinking of that when I because I had no idea that Christoph Waltz was in it. Oh yeah, and I was like, all right, that's four. <laughs> <laughs> 
And he's not even in that long, but he's in it. No, he's like, in, he's in just that one scene. Um, but doesn't it remind you of like a stage, like he, he filmed the stage play mm. with just a lot of complicated moving parts. Yeah. I mean, because at, at points they're literally moving scenes, sets, you know, sets around. Lots of monochromatic uh, yeah. color <laughs> scenes. Yeah, all <laughs> kinds of little teeny tiny details. You know, it's art directed like a motherfucker. Yet the, his films are not always, rarely up for art direction. I think the... That's weird. Yeah. Because that is a movie that is art directed to, like, down to the smallest inch. Oh, this is... I don't know why it made me think of it. Uh, but just uh, when you talk more detail in that. Just real quick on that. The uh, animated short uh, that I did watch last these, night. These the, were my Academy Award ballot numbers. But <laughs> you provided a much better format. So. Uh... That Robin Robin movie that we watched last night, it's an animated short. <clears throat> what I didn't mention is that it's, uh, it looks like, this is going to sound funny, it looks like live action Little Big Planet because oh. it's stop motion with felt. Okay. It looks very cool. It does sound cool. Uh, but anyway, um, and it's also, I didn't see where it was made by the same people, but did you watch the one a couple of years ago, uh, Room on the Broom? No. It was another animated short. I did not. It feels very much like that. And oddly enough, Gillian Anderson is in both of them. Um, hmm. But that was, I don't know if that was nominated the, that year, but that one's really good. Tilly loved it. Um, and it's the way, it's, it's based on a children's book. And that's the way children's books should be made. They shouldn't be made into full movies because then you get shit, you're trying to pad all this time when children's books are usually pretty short. Yeah. They should be animated shorts because you can make some really good ones. Yep. All right, back to whatever we were talking about. I don't remember what it was. Shit, I've already lost the herd. Oh, French Dispatch. Yes. Um, one of the other things that made it hard to connect with it, not not only the fact that it was three different stories, is sometimes Wes Andersonese is tough to decipher. Yeah. And when you're doing it as a writer who is reading their writing in a Wes Anderson movie, it's like doubled back on itself. Yep. And then when they're reading it, they're reading it even faster than he says has them say their lines. Yeah. So like sometimes in that movie, it's like, what the fuck is even going on? I haven't followed any of this. Mm -hmm. Am I an idiot? <laughs> um, no, sir. Like, I can't remember which one it is. Like the very beginning of, of one of them, it might've been the Francis McDormand one. I was just like, it's like an assault on your ears. And you're like, am I too high to be watching this right now? <laughs> I don't know what she... I know there was a whole bunch of sentences, but I didn't understand any of them. Yep. But turns out it's just his writing. Yeah. Um, I still think uh, of the live action ones, I think Moonrise is my favorite one. Mm. But I think favorite overall is still Mr. Fox. I would agree. Fantastic Mr. Fox all the way. Speaking of stop motion. Oh, yeah. Like, I wasn't kidding when I said it's the most Wes Anderson of any Wes Anderson yeah. I've seen. He, yeah, like you said, he doubles back on himself. Yeah. Like what's, what's more Wes Anderson than my people saying the words? <laughs> yeah. Writing the words imagine, and saying the words as they wrote them. Imagining how a writer in my universe would sound. You think I'm wordy. <laughs> imagine how a person who does it for a living in my world would sound. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'll, I've started again, and I've started like six different movies that I'm like 20 minutes into, Power of the Dog being one of them. But I would like to... I'm just terrified that uh, Nightmare Alley, this movie, because this is one of the ones where it's like, has to be perfect. Yeah. I don't want to watch it down here, but I will. Uh, 
I want to be able to watch it all in one thing. So it's like you just end up never watching it. It was just like me of the year of that it took me like six months to watch Get Out because mm-hmm. I wanted it to be, be a perfect situation. Yeah. And it just fucking never is. So I want to get that out of the way before it leaves HBO because I know I'll be ready to watch it and it'll mm-hmm. be fucking gone or something. Yeah, the, <laughs> only, the, one, the only one that I'm worried about getting to watch will be uh, Drive My Car. Yeah. Because I do, I, I've read the short story by Murakami that it's based on. It's a good short story. The, I think it took me less time to read the short story than it will to watch the movie. Probably. Uh, <laughs> but it's one of those that I don't want to let that one slip away. I don't want that one to become Brooklyn. I think that that's the sort of movie that I... I know that this is not right. I know that you're, this is blasphemy to people, but I think that might... It feels like the type of movie that it will be okay to watch in segments if you wanted to. Oh, I think so, too. Like in 30-minute segments. Um yeah, I mean that's probably what's gonna have to happen. I mean, then and and even then, like, there's so much shit on streaming I need to watch. Because mm. like, well, in this this month like is because it, it feels like uh, Amazon Prime, a lot of their licenses are 90 days. Yeah, because there's a shitload of stuff on my watch list that's leaving at the end of March. So Ooh. keep an eye on that if you have an Amazon Prime. Uh, watch list. That's what killed me last year with a lot of the Korean movies I wanted to watch. I just waited too long because at one point there was like 12 of them that I wanted to watch on Amazon Prime mm. and I fucking missed out on like all of them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that Phantom Detective, that Phantom Detective movie has never been back on anything. No, no, I, I, that actually appeared. <clears throat> I was listening to um, Screen Drafts, the best of 2020 because they just released the 2021. So I went back and watched, the, listened to the 2021st. That's on there. Yeah. And they're like, one of them. Put it. Up. It ended up getting vetoed off, but the guy's like, "That's fine. I just wanted to get it out there because that guy fucking loves that film." Yeah, and yeah, it's not streaming on anything right now. And it was, and it's not a, and it's like <clears throat> not even available to like purchase. No, when I because when I first, you know, when we first kind of started doing the Korean movie thing, it was one of the first things on my watch list. And the whole time I was watching these movies, it was on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it fucking wasn't. I think it was probably June, because what March, April, May, June. Yeah, that makes sense. It was probably gone June 30th, mm-hmm. and it has never been, and like you said, you can't even fucking buy it. <clears throat> so, uh, I don't want that to happen with some of the, although the ones that I mentioned earlier are, you have them, and plus, I could get them for two bucks if I wanted to, because yeah. almost, that's the great thing about classic movies. They're almost all disc to digital, mm-hmm. where you can do that. Um or a good chunk of them yeah, are. The movie has been, the, the money's been made on those movies. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and they'll take their two bucks. Yeah, and that's, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, in a, I'm, I'm in a pickle right now. Because it's like, I have my Age of Cage in April. And I want to watch a lot of Cage movies. I just do. Is the other one going to be out? The new one? Yes, it comes out in April. And is it going to be... The reviews have been really good for it. I I have already heard early it would be awesome if he got nominated for playing himself. Yes. That would be classic Cage. And I've right heard there. Pedro Pascal's really good in it, too. Yes. Um, but yeah, it would be really cool. Is that going to be in theaters? Yes. And where the fuck is the Michelle Yeoh one? Why is that not in... Because it's fucking A24, man. Is it never going to be? Oh, it'll be in theaters. Nothing near here. Ever? I doubt it. Because Robin, because that's what Robin really wants to see. I'm part, I get their newsletters. It's one of those, much like probably Lamb, um, where they'll do a streaming night. Where for like one night. Oh, I think you told, you said One night for like 20 bucks, you can rent it. And, and even then, it's usually like another month, two months or so before it's even available to like own anywhere. That's disappointing. It really is. (laughs) Uh, And that's why my age of cage, I'm like, shit, because I've got that, I might end up, 
just subscribing to Showtime for a while. Because, like I said, it seems like all the A24 films are on Showtime. Like that, that's Quite their quickly? Yeah, that's their distributor. Um, and there's a lot of myths that Someone are on Someone signed there. a bad deal. Jesus, like showtime, come really? on. Nobody has Showtime. How much is Showtime? I, I couldn't like, tell you. How much is Showtime? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm shitting on it, shitting on it, and then I'm like, so how much is this thing? Come on. Let me see. <clears throat> showtime app. Because I feel like I'm ready to add another cheap one, just because I'm I bored. Think it, I don't think it is. Just, just out of boredom. It's not a four ninety nine one. No. Oh, fuck them, then. I've been considering this Paramount one. It's ten ninety nine a month. Yeah, that's too much for me. Yeah, that's that is. Uh, like I said, I might close. do that for one month just to knock the rest of those films off my list because again, not they're bad. not streaming anywhere else. Yeah. And because uh, on my other podcast, we'd start talking about doing some A twenty four films. I'm like, shit, I. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, four years ago, I'm like, oh, I think I've seen most of their films. Not anymore. Not anymore. They've I exploded. Was, I looked at a list. Uh, yeah, the ones from just this year were like 20 films. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, I was surprised at, because uh, I can't remember, is it, who the hell has an A24 list, like a sub list? Wikipedia did. That's where I found it. No, like one of the streaming services. Really? Must have been the one month they had some. I don't know. That wasn't it. Maybe it was a letterbox list. Yeah. It was. It was a letterbox list. Sorry. Um, and like, I hadn't even heard of most of them. Yeah. Like, I hadn't even heard of them. I was like, I, oh, I've I wonder how many. Most I've... of them, but I. But it's like That's one of those. It's like, oh, I, that looks really good. And then I'm. I never saw it offered anywhere, so I completely left my mind. That's what it was. I went to. I was scrolling through lists, and I saw that one, and I. I wanted to see. I said, oh, I wonder how many of these I've seen, like because your percentage will be up there yeah. when you go on a list, and it was like fucking nine percent. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, oh, that they're one of those that like the first year or two they put out like four films. Yeah, and you saw all of them. Yeah. Um, right, and then now it's like. Yeah. I didn't even recognize most of them. Yeah, half the ones I've seen are probably like Robert Edgar, Robert Eggers, and uh, Ari Ari Hester. Yeah. Yeah, and those and were the ones that I <laughs> that I that I hadn't seen, but I had heard of. Yeah. No, they 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 put out a lot now, so yeah. it's like shit. I mean, it it's one of those where if like I sat and watched a bunch of those month, it would be a fulfilling month because I bet they're they're all good films from what I've heard. Yeah. So it wouldn't be a waste of my time. Well, just uh, along those lines, my so, so uh, now like, do I watch a really good film or a direct-to-video Nick Cage? Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, my, oh shit, that's not what I wanted to do. My score distribution for this year is bananas because I, I've I, been, I looked at yours because yeah. I've been trying. I mean, it yeah, makes good. sense yeah. because I've been trying to watch mm-hmm. stuff on the top 250 and rewatching movies that I like, but I, I know <laughs> I saw it the other day. I was like, holy shit. Cause it doesn't look anything like, uh, my normal <laughs> look at that. <laughs> that's wild. Like that's not what, at all what my normal no, my no, overall. Usually it's a bell curve. Uh, we're looking at my my rating spread because of the movies I've been picking. It's my ratings basically start at three and a half. Yeah. Uh, and then there's almost as many four and a halfs and fives as there are fours, which is which means I've just been watching really good movies, and that's obviously it's not a bad thing. It's, it's by design. It is showing in other areas, though. I am very critical of things that are not just so. Mm-hmm. 
and it's because of and it, yeah. it's it's weird because I know outwardly it must sound douchey, but like the way my brain is wired right now, yeah. it's I mean, just so clear when something sucks. You can't go to a Michelin star restaurant every night for a month and then go to Denny's. Yeah, because not cause be like, critical. Because like. Denny's is fine, and Denny's doesn't doesn't expect to be yeah. the Michelin five star restaurant. But you're still like you know you just cook these eggs a little yeah, bit better. Like if you if you had done this, this to the sausage, instead. this is fucking bland as shit. Yeah. You know, but it it you you start to be like I I'm having a hard time enjoying even just kind of normal fun stuff. That aside, although this I think is really high quality and very well written and very well directed, but dumb. Uh, I watched all of Peacemaker within a 24-hour period. Yeah, I got to watch that too. Holy fuck, that show's funny. Which I've it's and it's, what I've heard, it's really good. And it's and it's not just funny. Mm-hmm. It's you want to watch it. You want to find well, out. It's James Gunn. Yes. So it's it's not. And I, I that's it's one the, of those ones like why haven't I started watching this? And it's because that's you know Andrea and I usually watch TV series together, and she's not really all that interested in that one. That and there's just a lot of good stuff out. You and much like. You know, other James Gunn things, one of the things that makes it great is that you care about all the people. All the yeah. people are fleshed out and you mm-hmm. care about them, um, no matter how ridiculous it is. Um, yeah, really good. Um, it's the sort of thing where it's, uh, you know, the, the storyline is tied up at the end, but I mean, obviously they're going to keep making it. Yeah. Uh, I'll be interested to see where it goes um, and how soon. Whether it will be annual or the sort of thing where they make well, one. I know, I know he's got to go do uh, Guard, a Guardian, Guardians 3. They're doing, I saw him respond to something uh, the other day. They're filming Guardians 3 and the Guardians Christmas special oh, yeah. simultaneously. I, I the Guardians Christmas special. That's a six part, six, six episodes. I thought it would just be like one. No, it's going to be six episodes. So, like, he's shooting a six-episode series and Guardians 3 at the same time. That's fucking insane. So, like, I don't know when you're going to see another Peacemaker, because he couldn't have even started writing it. And he, I think he directed all but one episode. Um, And I'm pretty sure he wrote at least four of them. Um, I wasn't paying attention every time. Because during the opening credits, all you will be watching is the dance sequence. Which uh, I have yet to I've I've seen snippets and I've always stopped. Cause I'm like I want to yeah, see the whole no, thing you, at all. It's I'm not even going to say anything else about it. Uh, <clears throat> it's not, I, and it's one of those things where like I don't want to just watch it before I watch the show. No, I want it to be when I watch the show. You also you, <laughs> uh, in uh, going into the series further into the series further into the episodes, um, you also like earn the theme song because it's like ten minutes into some of them. Like there was one because I, I said Robin, you got to see this. She was like standing right there, and I was on like episode four. I said you got to see this the the intro to this because I know she's not going to watch the yeah. show. Um, so we're still watching the beginning of it, and she's just kind of standing there, and they're like talking about shit. She's got no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> Scene goes on for like it's like eleven minutes into the episode, and I, I swear it's going to start any minute now. And like when it does come on, you're like, yes, nice. <laughs> uh, but it, it was really good. Uh, John Cena is great. He's the dude great. Is funny. He's he very really funny. Is. Um, it's he can yet somehow be funny and earnest at the same time. Yeah. Well, he's he's 
he's obviously not in the stratosphere of The Rock, but it's no. fascinating that, uh, you know, because wrestling is athletic people who can act. Mm -hmm. So it kind of makes sense. Obviously, he's in much better uh, condition than you or I. Uh, mm -hmm. Very handsome man and stuff. All that being said, I thought he was older than us. He is not. No. He's, he's probably like, younger than us. He's 44. Jesus. But he, even though, again, even though he is leagues better condition yeah. and all that stuff, he looks like an older man. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, uh, like, he <clears throat> looks older than The Rock. Yeah. How old's The Rock? Is older than us. 48? Something like that. Hey, Google. How old is The Rock? Dwayne Johnson is 49 years old. 49, so... Uh, yeah, he looks older than The Rock. Mm -hmm. Although South Pacific Islanders look young. Yeah, they age well. Yes. <laughs> they're good, they're well-aging people. <laughs> um, what was the one that you watched that, did we talk about that before? The, the Korean zombie one? What was that called? Oh, All of Us Are Dead. Yeah. That's the one I was hoping was yeah. a movie. Yeah, um, I'm glad it wasn't though. Yeah, it's one of those. I mean, it's it takes it's, it's a zombie outbreak in South Korea. Uh, the outbreak starts at a school, and it's just watching these kids and adults try to survive. Yeah. Um, there's some twists and turns on the usual zo uh, zombie genre stuff, um, but it really it takes its time, letting you get to care about these characters. And it's not afraid to kill any of them. I mean, yeah. when the title is All of Us Are Dead. Yeah. Because it was one of those, like, we're going into the last episode and we're like, I don't know how this is going to fucking end. And Andrew's like, I don't either. I'm like, they could very well kill them all. It's the title. Like, every character we love, all of them could die. It could happen. That's like, well, that's why, uh, as awesome as Train to Busan is, it's like, you know. Yeah, that guy's dead. But that's no, what this, that guy's dead. That's what this film. That that's what this does because it starts off with God, like fifteen students. Yeah, not that many make it to the end, and you're just like, and it's fucking heartbreaking, especially because when they die, they become zombies. Yeah. So some of them stick around as yeah. zombies, and you're just like, oh, <laughs> that sucked. I forgot he died. Now I'm reminded. <laughs> there he is. There he is again. Uh, but yeah, very, very well done. Good looking show. It has a good budget. Um, yeah, it looks it looks terrific. The, the zombie work on it is yeah. phenomenal. The makeup and the, the sound. Um, and again, uh, the violence is fucking horrific. Yeah. Um, yeah, great, great show. Uh, finished watching also Inventing Anna, which is the show about the socialite. Yeah. A little too long, I think. It was something like nine episodes long. Oh. Which it does not need to I be. I top out at six. I like a solid six. Six, I think, would have been good. But it's... it's. Oh, but oh my God. Episode eight, I wanted to shoot someone. I, I feel like I'm going to get... I, I'm, I'm very curious about it, but I feel like I'll get super frustrated watching it. Yeah. Which you would. Because um, I know I did. Yeah. Um, in episode... Because it's one of those shows where they have like a different director for most of the episodes. Yep. Someone did not give the fucking memo to the episode eight director that none of the show looks like this. <laughs> they just like totally. They did like a lot, like almost like the Incredible Hulk, like Hulk, like Ang Lee's Hulk level of transitions. transitions. Yeah. And I'm just like, these are fine, but when the previous seven episodes don't do this, were there any wavy transitions? Not quite. Uh, no, no, no. But there's a lot of like the moving panel thing. Yeah. And I'm just like, 
or in like a lot of split screen. Yeah. I'm like, I've been watching this for seven hours. Any freeze hours. frames? No. Ah. And if I've been watching for seven hours and they haven't done any of this, the time to introduce it's, it is not episode It's eight. jarring. Yeah. It's jarring and it took me right out of it. And I'm like, this is the penultimate episode. You shouldn't be trying to take the audience out of it right, right now. Um, and it's one of those shows where it's like, you if think you, every character is a fucking asshole or a moron, and they deserve everything they get at least one point in the show. And It's like watching the Firefest documentaries. The dude who created the Firefest is one of her friends. Of course he is. And he talks about it in it. Yeah. Like, oh, the character. He, he tries to get her to invest in it. And is, it's like... Is there any... Do we see Ja at all? No. But they do talk about Ja. Good. Um, but it's one of those mentioned. things where you're like, I don't know how the fucking Firefest happened. You know, how did this happen? You watch this show and you're like, oh, that's why. Yeah. Because all of these people are either rich or pretending to be rich and no one bothers to fucking check. So you're just... Because that's the thing. This girl And had, they're all dumb. This girl had nothing. Yeah. And everyone was just convinced. Even like her friends who she had fucking jilted with fucking the check numerous times where I go, she's good for it. Yeah. She hasn't paid me back in three months, but she's good for it. When? Yeah. At what point and when has and, she ever been? And every time someone says, hey, I need the money, she's like, oh, the wire didn't go through. I'll just have it rewired. It's like, that's what you've said yeah. for eight episodes. Why are people still believing you? Yeah. And if she had jumped between... These people are frustratingly stupid. If she had jumped between, like, you can get it when she does that to someone that she just met. Yeah. And she's out of their life within a, within a few days that they fell for it. But, like, there are people who have been with her the entire time. She's such a good person. I know she's good. <laughs> it's like, have you not been watching the same thing I've watched? She's a terrible person. She's never paid for anything. Like, and then part of it is like, I mean, the journalism stuff in it is really good. Yeah. Um, but even for a while, you could you could see the Anna, Anna Chomsky's character is getting a little bit too involved. Yeah. Which I'm sure is what happened. But you're just like, Jesus... Stop falling for this. You sh you're not involved. You know, you're, you're looking for shit now that you shouldn't be looking for. Yeah. Tell the story, not what you want it to be. But, I mean, it, it's one of those where there's... It surprises you every once in a while, and you're like, oh, it went there. I mean, I enjoyed it. I am crapping on it a little bit, but I did heavily, yeah. heavily enjoy it. The, the girl who played her is good. Yeah. Um, She's got the mannerisms down. Oh, she does. <clears throat> Jesus. Andrew and I do that all the time, like... We see each other and we're like, what are you looking? Why are you, what are you wearing? You look poor. I was going to say, you look poor. You look poor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's got the mannerisms down. Yeah. Um, Robin and I started watching, uh, I think it's called Do You Know This Man? Oh, yeah, I saw an ad for that. Uh, on yeah. Hulu? Yeah, I think maybe? it's on Hulu. Cause, yeah, that's where I saw it for. <clears throat> um, and it's one of those uh, where it kind of starts... This guy's on the run. He's been on the run for like fucking 25 years or something. So it was the mid-90s, mid-late 90s when all this happened. Uh, and one episode in, you're still not even clear on what the crime is yet. <laughs> it's one of those type where they kind of start near the end of it. And mm -hmm. then they're going to kind of filter back and fill you in over the next couple episodes. So I like we got to the end of the first one and I was like, I got to be honest, I still don't even know what he did. I mean, I, I know they were... Because he was supposed to report to prison. Yeah. He'd been let on on bail. Uh, it was some kind of financial scam. And he didn't have... Uh, they knew he was a flight risk. And 
he didn't have any money. His biggest, his big fraud was that he got a three hundred and fifty million dollar loan from a bank, and the money just disappeared. Yeah. Um, but we haven't filled in on all the backside. And yet. that's with inventing Anna, kind of what her like. Is it a crime? Yeah. Because she almost got like all oh, these yeah. loans from people. See, he got it, and the money's yeah. gone. She did not. And and part of that's like interesting because she's like you know. You know what? What really crime did I? Yeah, and that's part of her defense too. Is like the defense is like, well, you didn't get the money, you weren't good enough to get the money. That's her defense. And she, but she's like, no, I didn't get, there, I didn't get it because I'm not good enough. I didn't get it because men. Yeah. If I was a man, yeah, because even it. to this day, she is completely. Oh, she still thinks she's innocent. Yeah. And it, and she got sentenced to like twelve to fifteen years. So weird. There she hey, is. There hey. She, is. Hey. she um, just popped up on our TV. But and, she, and she's not wrong. It's like. Yeah, if she was a guy, she would have gotten the money. Probably, yeah. But because she was a young girl that, you know, it was an inherited money. Was she a German heiress or something? Yeah, is that what she heiress. said she was? Yeah, German-Russian heiress. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Which is why her you accent's know, fucking weird. It just doesn't sound like anything. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's like, you know what it reminds me of is uh, um, Catherine O'Hara on Shit's Creek. <laughs> it's like, what is that accent? Oh, she just made it up. You know, it's just... <laughs> It's nothing. It's her. That's yeah. her. That's how she talks. She's the only one. Um, yeah. So this guy, uh, the the really horrible part is that his bond was a million dollars. He didn't have any money, obviously. His. So they uh, signed over his house, his parents' house, his in-laws' house, his in-laws, like his his wife's. Uh, uh, so it was his house, both parents, mm-hmm. you know, wife's parents and his parents, and then like three of the wife's aunts and uncles. Holy shit. It was, I think it was seven homes all together. And he just fucked off. And every one of them, and like the, it, it's kind of a shitty thing because the court knows he fucked them. But like, you have to take him. Yep. You can't not, because otherwise, what are you doing? Otherwise, if everyone's jumping bail. Yeah, if you can't take, if you don't take them, then you can't possibly use them mm-hmm. as collateral on bail. So they had to take all these fucking senior citizens' homes. And, like, I know it shouldn't matter, but, like, every single one of them had served in World War II, and they had all lived in their houses for at least 40 years yeah. or something like that. It was fucking awful. <laughs> Homeless. See you later. Yeah. And that's And so, it's not like they can go live with their other Right. Yes, it, it fucking it too. took yeah, it like it's it's Oh my god, that's so terrible. Yeah, it's like really it, like you're right. They're all like going in on a camper at this yeah, point. Yeah, there's nowhere for them to go yeah, anymore because they, they all live with their brother. Their that home got taken too. Uh, so that's where I'm at right now. Man. Uh, I'll update you on how fucking Ooh. much worse it gets cuz he they still have not found him. I mean, we know that. He's yeah. still missing. Um so he's either dead somewhere. The two things are he is dead in a ditch from a hit or he's in fucking South America or something living yep. it up. Either way, you're not finding him. Either probably. way, you're probably never going to find him. Um, <laughs> Unless it be like the twist ending of the reveal of the last episode. Yeah. What was it that... What show did we watch recently that was that sort of thing and something did happen like right before... Oh, the 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 one... Speaking of Patton Oswalt... Uh, Oh yeah, it? his wife's one. Yeah, his first wife's that, one. That that show was done when it 
when that guy was caught, and yeah. they went back and and did another episode or something, or added something yeah. to an episode. Um, what the hell was that called? Golden State I knew Killer. it was. I knew it was you. Something like that. Yeah. Something I'm totally like forgot that. the title. That one was really good. Uh, and I'll be gone in the dark. Was the name of the book? Yes. Yeah, that might have been the name of the, the thing too. I knew it was you. Is the name of the John Cazale movie? <laughs> I watched <laughs> The Godfather is, this week, Dan. I don't know. Different. I don't know. Uh, I, you know what I did this time that I hadn't really done, and I'm going to do it again in two. Is I was really paying attention to Fredo, mm-hmm. like when he in when he was in the background <laughs> of scenes. Watch what Fredo's doing. Watch what Fredo's doing. The background of scenes. It's fascinating. Yeah. Because he's doing all kinds of shit. Every time he's in shot, and I, I mean, I know it's not just him. It's mm-hmm. on purpose. But, because uh, it's so hard to take your eyes off Brando. Mm-hmm. But it is, I mean, it's not just the the Papa scene, you know, where yeah. obviously it's on him. But, like, when he's in the background of scenes, it's pretty interesting to watch. Especially, like, the wedding. Oh, I mean, bet. the wedding's 20 minutes long. But yeah, there's a lot of background going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good stuff. And I'll be, I'm, I'm, I'll do it more. Uh, and then also the, the casino meeting while uh, Michael is talking, uh, watching Fredo, like, uh, wanting to be anywhere but in that fucking room. Because <laughs> both of his dads are fucking going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. But anyway, that's not the name of the Michelle, whatever her last name is. Yeah, well, uh, I think thing. it was Monaghan. That's not That's not it either. McNamara. McNamara, that's McNamara. right. Uh, my next series that I am going to watch, I think, I think I'm finally ready to dive into Watchmen. Because I did learn this week with, uh, yeah, I did learn this week with uh, Peacemaker that even though I can't seem to watch a movie, I don't have a problem watching a show. Yeah. Because uh, it's just short enough. Uh, the Peacemaker is like 40 minutes each. I know the Watchmen's a little longer. So about an hour each. More like Thrones. Yeah, about an hour. Thrones length. And watch the, um, it's not Screen Rants. Is it Screen Rants? The guy in the video store who does, like, the 80 things you missed. Oh, uh, yeah, I know the one you're talking about. Watch that guy in between every episode. Oh, yeah, okay. It will You will, you will appreciate it. Yep. Because oh, that guy, that there's thing? so fucking much going on in that. I gotta rewatch that. Maybe I'll rewatch that, too, because yeah. so we can talk I'll, about it. Cause, I'll watch it this week. Because there's so much happening in that movie. Is show. there eight? Eight, I think, yeah. <laughs> I also have an urge, because I couldn't remember the last time I enjoy the show this much. I won't do it because rewatching TV shows seems like a waste of time. I don't do it nearly as much as I used to. Seems like a waste of time, doesn't it? Because you're not going to log it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I kind of want to rewatch Chernobyl. Ooh. Yeah. I would like to rewatch Because that was like the one of the best TV series I've ever seen. Yeah. And you've got a new perspective on things again now. Yes. So That's kind of what, that's what's gotten it <clears throat> in yeah. my head to rewatch it. Uh, and then I also saw Jared Harris somewhere recently. Like not out in town, yeah. <laughs> and something, <laughs> and something I was yeah. pumping gas for a snowmobile. <laughs> uh, I can't think of what I just saw him in. I just saw him in something, um, and then I had just seen obviously Skarsgård and Dune. I guess I don't know. I don't think that had anything to do with it. Uh, but anyway, that that's one that I want to do. I'm gonna try to start uh, using my HBO more than I have been lately. Yeah. I feel like I'm wasting it. I know I'm, I subscribe to so many different fucking services right now, and yeah, I'll do the same thing. I'm like, you know, I haven't watched yeah. fucking Amazon Prime in right. forever. See, or, I don't mind Amazon. Like, I figure the movies are on Prime. I don't watch Criterion for a month. Yeah, and then I'll be like, shit, and then I'll watch like ten movies. So I'm like, okay, I feel better now. Yeah, but Criterion's pretty cheap, isn't it? Or is it? It's like ten. Oh, that's borderline. It's that's not bo- bad. That's borderline for, for being too much. What they've got, it's worth it. Yeah, 
Plus they have that, like, you know, half an hour little specials where they just talk to filmmakers. About I films. like those. Those are great. I like those. Especially because it's like they talk, a lot of them talk, like the Bill Hader one was really good, Safdie Brothers, Patton Oswalt's is really good. Yeah. Because they talk about films you wouldn't expect them to talk about. Right. So, I, I like that when they do those. I wish they put the, the, uh, the Criterion closets in there when they let people do that. I wish the user interface was better or at least the one on because uh, the only one that I that it's on is uh, on the we have a Amazon Fire TV in the mm-hmm. bedroom and that's the only one that has a Criterion uh, app available so it might just be that that's really shitty because some of them like the Voodoo app for the for Amazon is fucking horrible yeah. like you can't go to your list you can't buy anything on it same with Amazon same not Amazon but uh, mm-hmm. something else you also can't buy on um, but the Criterion one, I wish, like, for example, I watch, that's where I watch Come and See. Mm. I wish you could click on Come and See, and then it would be like, okay, here is the Come and See page. Here is the main movie. Here is all the Criterion stuff that we have for the movie. Mm-hmm. But it's not really like that. They don't do it for all their movies, that's for sure. I know some of them. I mean, that, that material is yeah. there, some of it. Let me see how it is on the my app here. Because I can't remember how it is on my TV right now. Because the stuff I ended up watching uh, uh, for Come and See, I just ended up looking up stuff on YouTube and yeah. watching stuff like that, uh, interviews and uh, the that one interview with with uh, him, the director. Um, Ooh, they put on the song, the Led Zeppelin concert album. The song remains the same. That's interesting. All right. I know Bull Durham has special features. So, like, when you click on the movie, they're all right there? No. This one, it is not. It's just Bull Durham. Yeah. See? That's what it's. That's that's what I was frustrated with. And then, because uh, when you have but, all yeah, but that sometimes, stuff... Sometimes they will have the special features. Oh, there. they do? Sometimes. Because the way it is on the channel, you would have to, like, search through all the other little... Sn- uh, like like Shaft, it has two things. videos. It has the movie and a trailer yeah. right there. See, that would That's be That's coming out on Criterion in like two months. Huh. I can't wait. Uh, I guess Who'd Lodging is not a Criterion, so I doubt it's going to... Ooh, Arabato's streaming now. I want to see that. Starring Jackie Chan collection. Oh, directed by Jane Campion collection. Let me see. Because they just... That's fucking weird. Hmm. The directed by Jane Campion film does not have the piano, which they just put out in Criterion 4K. Huh. It is odd that not everything is on the channel. Oh, shit. Citizens Ruth is on the channel right now. Old Laura Dern film. One of Alexander Payne's first film. Uh, it's huh. really fucking good. It's about a paint sniff, uh, paint huffing woman who's pregnant who gets like used as a puppet by both sides of the abortion debate. Ah, <laughs> fun. It, it it actually is fun. Oddly, <laughs> oddly enough, it's quite funny. Put that on my list, and then forget about it until it's like, oh, these films are leaving. Did you ever watch The King? I'm scrolling through Netflix. No. Feels like it should be good, right? That's the Timothy Chalamet one, yeah. 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 Uh, what else? 
Shit. Oh, fuck. It's 2.43. Yeah. I gotta go. You gotta go uh, pick up your shopping? Yep. That's exactly <laughs> it. What, did you ever watch Beckett? No. The John David Washington one? Okay. No. I, the, the, those are ones that are You are right, the, though. I have to pick up my groceries because yeah. I was supposed to pick them up at 3. And I like, get it. Grr. All right. If it uh, I don't have to go into the grocery store, oh, fuck yeah. it's fucking worth it. All right, everyone. We'll be back when we're back. <laughs>